Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on, Ken? Not much. How are you? I'm great, man. Well? Well, what? How's life? It's fine. Yeah? No problem. good? Everyone's feeling well, yeah, good? I mean, yeah. Summertime? You know, I, I don't. we don't have to talk about what we were talking about, but it's just, you know... Well, I mean... It's one of those things It's that, too intricate to it, whatever, it but it, it's one of those things where you thought you had money... And you don't. And you didn't. Yeah. But it says you do, but you don't. Right. And you're like, oh... I don't. And there are different... I always thought I did. Right. You thought you did. Well, the good news, too... For years, I thought I did. You probably weren't keeping a very close eye on it. No, but I knew what it was. Yeah, you knew it was And in my head, it was always like, well, if I need to grab that, I should. Yeah. And then someone said, hey, you know, you might want to grab that. And you're like, oh, okay. So you look into it, and you're like, yeah, you should have... Probably should have done that already. <laughs> yeah, I, that, who knows if you even could have? I don't know. I don't but know either. The but I know is, I can't now. Right. It just feels like that's the kind of thing, especially with money, with me, if someone, if I think there's going to be money or if my, and then it gets taken away or I can't have right. it or whatever, I just think, okay, of course. That, you know, I talk about like, not trying to like, respond you know, We're talking money, about really 401k can't. stuff and that kind of stuff and whatever. Because we don't know anything about investing right. or anything. It's one of those stuff. things. Like, I've never really had it. Exactly. That's it was just, just it. on a website that said I did. Right. If someone said you have to pay this all of a sudden, <laughs> I'd crap my you'd pants. You'd crap your pants. Exactly. <laughs> right. But when someone says, oh, yeah, that money's gone, you go, oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Like, if, if, you know, it's like, I've when always you check had your my eye on that. Like, in my head, I was like, I could. I was going to get a pay first year of college. Yeah, something like that. Done with that, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe you know, like depending, depending on where they go, go, right? Yeah. They go to a maybe community a college, might be able to knock a couple of those out. Get a couple of associate's degrees right. with that money, possibly. But then, like, yeah, no, that doesn't exist. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. But where does it go? Right. It, <laughs> that was my other thing. Like, I'm not smart enough to ask I don't like, get well, that who either. gets it? I don't get it either. Like, it's there somewhere. Right. But you can't get to it. it, it reminds but who's me of like, getting to it? Whose kid's going to college? Somebody. I mean, the money's not disappearing. 
Right. It, it will go somewhere. Right. It just doesn't it not just exist. Doesn't, right. It just doesn't go to you. Right. It's like when you check your bank account and you think you have $400. Right. And then you see your negative 1200 because you bought six things that were a dollar and that. got fined however many right. penalties. And in those situations, I've always been the kind of person, unfortunately for me and people around me, I've always been the kind of person who just goes, oh, of course. Damn. Yeah. Of course, of course it's messed up. Of course there's no money in there. Right. Why should I think that just because I put $400 in there yesterday that there would be $400 in there? Right. And I know it's like I'm bad about I'm just bad about being on top of things financially because it makes me so nervous. Stressed, yeah. I get anxious thinking about it and, and then I know it just it's a comes bad to review a head. Day. Right. So then it makes and then it you're worse. like, "Oh, yep, just gets worse." Now I really Now I'm in a real pickle. Or else I get to like, "Well, then I don't care." Th- that's when you know you th- it's really bad is when right. you get to the point where you go, well, just, just I don't know, I don't know. take it all. What are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, I've honestly thought to myself at times like, well, is there a way I could just go to jail to pay this off? Like how much right. does each weekend in jail right. pay on this? How much does each and how week does that in jail? Work? I don't know. But don't people go to jail for I not paying so. some things, certain things? Well, like I thought like, you know, in the Civil War, we got rid of debtor's prison. But yeah, but not didn't. for taxes. <laughs> not for those. So like, isn't that debtor's up. prison? I, I don't, I yeah, don't, to the government I don't remember the 11th grade very much. I'm pretty sure that's debtor's prison. Like, I owe like a debt, it. so you put me in jail. That's debtor's prison, right? But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But also, how long do you get? Because you hear about celebrities like Wesley Snipes, those big stories. Uh, who's the other one? The dancer. Uh, Shakira, there was a big oh, story. Yeah. I don't even know if that was in the U.S., though. If That might have been in Spain. But... You know, you're talking about large sums of money, the likes of which yeah. we'll never see or oh, touch. Yeah. And I don't think any of them. I don't think that. I don't even know. And really, the money that about. I disappeared on, you know, it's not. It's a lot to you, though. It's, it's a lot to me. Yeah, you know, it would be a lot to me, and it's it's it could be life changing in the sense that it could make the difference between uh, a really really stressful couple of years and a less stressful couple years Less stressful year year maybe. something yeah. like that you know yeah I mean? because of, well yeah. i was thinking of college so but yeah, yeah like you know when they're ready to go to college it could have you know at least maybe put a little bit of a dent in that yep exactly but because we don't know anything about it yeah. and that's the other thing too i like to think that i i'm a little too young to get scammed but when you think of scams you think of the old-fashioned robocalls someone saying right. they're a prince in some other country they just need you to wire some money those things but when it comes to the financial institutions Not, yeah. they can scam me Every day, every which way, because I don't know what's happening, and I know I can't. I don't fight even them. know. Like when they said, like you know, hey, yeah, no, you won't, you can't get this. You just go okay, and I'm like, well, I well, okay, I who would I call? Exactly, the president. There's no correct <laughs> president. Like, hey, I want you to check in on this. He's asleep. And how dare you, as the U.S. government, come after me for being in Money. debt? I know, I know. Like, hey, I tell you what, we, what we're gonna do. You're two months late on your mortgage, so we're going to take your house. But we're $800 trillion <laughs> right. in debt, and you know what? No one took the White House. Yep, I know. Like, no one gets in trouble. Like, just like, so that's why, if I just break it into those, like, macro terms, like, they can be in as much debt as they want, and no one gets in trouble. Yeah. The worst basically. thing that could happen is maybe you lose an election? Maybe. Maybe. But Maybe. not really. I don't think so. And yeah. both sides are like, it used to be at one point where like the Republicans are like, we're going to, now they get, you know, then George Bush came in. And Republicans, you have to admit, like, hey, we'll spend like drunken sailors too. Like everybody, like the one yep. thing that you kind of didn't like about liberals is like they spent a lot of money, which I don't have a problem with, but not a lot of results. So I'm yeah. like, hey, if you're going to spend the money, I want to see the results. Yeah. I'd like, you know, let's do that. I'd like it to be on something But now it's just like, we're just spending the money and there are no results. Like, right. still, well, what happened? I don't know. We spent a ton of money and lost a couple wars. Right. Like, well, what are we spending it on? It's not And healthcare. why are you mad at me? 
Exactly. And then they always say, well, the Americans know what I spent back. it on. It was a TV. It's right there. Right. It's nice. Right. And I mean, you could come take that, I guess. I don't even know what we take from you. We take those jets that don't fly or whatever. Right. But they always say that America's, uh, you know, AAA back. They're really they're good on their debts. I'm like, I don't understand anything about how that stuff works. But it does seem odd to an idiot like me how you could be trillions of dollars in debt, and yet every economist says, "Oh, but America's, you know, they're AAA backed for their debt because right. they're good. Basically, they have a great credit score." I'm like, look, even if I paid all my bills on time. Even if I paid them a week early, every single one of them, if I had that much debt, my credit would be bad. Of course. I would have really bad credit. They would say, you can't get loans for anything else. No. But somehow a government, that's how it operates. And I don't understand it. I admit really? that I don't understand it. And if someone explained but it to when, me, I still wouldn't. So it doesn't and, matter. Right. But when I look at it, again, on that on its most basic level like that, well, the government owes this much money. I owe this much money. I'm guessing what I owe compared to what I take in and what you owe compared to what you take in. You owe a lot more than right. I do, right? right? That's what it seems like. So, why are you pissed at me? Right. Right? Like, it, it, we both are bad with money. <laughs> I guess. You're just worse. Worse with it because <laughs> right. you're taking even more stuff. I so, when I hear TV. all that stuff, then I'm like, all right, well, there's nothing I can do. You feel, yeah, because it's, it's not a Like you said, I'm in a call. Yeah. There, there's there's no reason to even fight. Right. You're in the arena with all those animals we talked about on your own with no weapons, and it's like, well, just forget it. Right, and no knowledge. No knowledge. No knowledge to even tell, to, to begin. You don't even know exactly what to ask. Like, what's the thing called that you're looking for? Oh, boy, something about, oh, was it a investment? Was it a, a loophole? I don't know. No, you know what? Strike that. Right. Not a loophole. I don't well, remember you guys what just was. go ahead and take that. Just forget about it. You're right, because you're afraid if you and talk to them. I don't know them, what you do with it, but, you know. They might end up taking more. But, but, but you know. Put it, put it, put it towards the bombs. Right, go ahead, go ahead. Because if you go <laughs> I'm in there, that's where it goes. If you go sit down with them at the bank, I'm always worried that they're going to be like, actually, we should have taken more money from you. Now that I'm looking at it, you're even more broke right. than we thought. You're like, you know what? Just stop looking. Just forget about it. I'm sorry I asked. Because right. I always wonder what it was like for our parents. I mean, you know, my dad and and your dad, not everyone's parents, but like a generation ago, you know, my dad was born in the 30s. So right. I just wonder what it was like. In the 50s, in the 60s, you read about how there were all these little banks, you know, these little local banks, yeah. city banks. And then really, th- those didn't go away until about like 20, 25 years ago. Those started yeah. to get consolidated and go away. And I know Taibi wrote about that stuff a bunch, and most of it was over my head. But I felt like I could understand it for at least 10 minutes after reading the Rolling Stone article, and then right. I kind of forget it. But just imagine that like level of competition. And I wonder what, you know, my mom and dad, what, what their experiences were in the past if they had that sort of issue. Now, they weren't. Dealing with digital currency either, right. which we've gone completely digital. So you never feel your money. You never look at it. You never touch it. Mm-mm. It's all, and it's not even like an option. Most companies, I don't know about But I do remember but, my dad talking about, you know, well, you know, I'm going to put $30,000 in a CD because, you know, I'll get 16% right. in nine months. Right. And the uh, savings account only pays 10. I'm, and now I look at it, I'm like, what? 10. Yeah. That would, be, that would be crazy. It now, pays what? Because they charge me. Right. They literally charge me to have my non-money in there. Like, yep. You're not counting it. Right. It's not real. And I know there's something to do with when the, when the economy is bad, then that's when those interest right. rates go up on the savings accounts. But just imagine going back to the 80s, and I don't know, what did they get up to but in the early like, 80s? They've they like gone 15%? both ways. They said, oh, the economy's booming, Yeah. and the economy's terrible, and my interest rates never go up. They're just like, hey, you owe us an overdraft fee. Well, on, on oh, like checking accounts, yeah, the the bank account yeah. stuff is ridiculous. And the savings account too. They're like, oh, look yeah. at that. Here's your, you know, 
Your interest. Yeah, if it's just like, your regular bank point, savings account, one dollar. You know, you're I, like, what? I bet it's yeah. I would less be than that sometimes. Sixty seven cents sometimes. You're like, oh, right, most of my right. life has probably been point yeah. something point six percent something like that. It doesn't do anything. Then you get punished if you take money out of there too many times. Yeah, I learned that when I was young because I would transfer money because I needed it to pay bills. I'm like, oh, that's not a savings account anymore. You took money out of it. I will tell you now. Like, I no just like, me I was talking to you about it. Like whenever they said they say something to me, like, hey, you want to take this money? You can take this money. Yeah. It's a loan or whatever. I'm like, yeah. Yep. Give it to me. Oh, oh, those types of anything. that money. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Anything where I they're like, hey, you can, you can, oh, yeah, yeah. you can take a loan. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a little yep. too eager to do that, I, I mean, think. Because I then mean, it just because hurts like, me. Who cares? Well, because then I end up, then I'm like, oh, you owe a ton of money. So they're like, oh, you owe more money. Right. I'm like, yeah, of course. Whatever. Yeah, I wonder Not sometimes. Out here spinning like a drug sailor. Like, who cares? Yeah, I don't know. I do wonder sometimes, like, if I just had a clean slate. Like, how much money do I make? If I had a clean slate, what, what does it, it feel doesn't like? Work. I've done it before. And it, and it feels the same? Yeah, and you Because I get money taken up. out of my paycheck that I pay back to, my, to these loans and everything yeah. else. That, and know, it I just, just wonder sometimes super quick anyway. How would my life be different? It wouldn't. You know, what I have it. Uh, You'd feel worse because then you get that debt again. You'd yeah. be like, damn, I had it cleared up. Yeah, so just don't ever do it. Once a bad spender, always a bad spender. The only yeah. way really to fix this is to win the Mega Millions. Right. Which now is at like $1.5 I think it's tonight. I just make sure I pay my house in my car, and everybody else can suck it. Yeah, you got to have a house, you got to have a car, and you got to have a phone. Oh, yeah. I feel like you got to have the phone. Especially I feel like your... I could go get another one of those. You could. Oh, yeah, you could, definitely. And you could go to prepaid. I mean, I pay mine, but yeah, I could figure it out. Yeah, you could figure it out. But the, you do need a but car. You get a car. Yep, and you, and you need a place to house. live. That's it. But sometimes you think about selling the house and renting because you're like, I could use that equity. Right? Yeah, that's true. But then you look at how much rent costs, and you're like, I, I can't believe this. Right. People who can't afford to buy a house are paying two, three, four times as much. To rent a place as they would if they had a mortgage yeah. on a place the same size or bigger. It's crazy. And I didn't know that when I was younger. We're just going to have to move in together, me and you. Yep. We're going to have to. You're gonna, we're going to have to move like a long way away from the city. Because everything that I've heard from people, I see all this stuff on Twitter or X, I guess, talking about rent and, and the price of rent in these slumlords. And I do think it's weird that these big, huge corporations can buy up so much real estate and become landlords. I have no problem with uh, landlords in general, like the idea of it. I think it's weird to have a problem with the idea of someone owning a building and renting it to you. But it does get a little weird when it's like a couple big companies buying up all this stuff all over the place and there's just less accountability. And, you know, just like your bank, there's not really a face. It's just you're looking at an app eventually and you're like, I can't fight this. No, Air right. is not getting fixed. It's just not going to get right, fixed. Right, you just call maintenance every day. They raise like, my yeah, rent to twenty five hundred. Yeah, he'll be over here. Yeah, sometime. You're Good like, luck. No, no reason, huh? Good luck. The Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. What's going on? I'm looking at this is two days in a row. I guess just because it is that time. I didn't think about it really until this weekend. But as you pointed out, football is getting close, and now I just keep seeing football stuff. I noticed, of course, on Nick's show they were talking football. I think they were talking about. What were they talking about, Snowcomb? Were you watching? It was something about who was the better quarterback in the Super Bowl. I was like, oh, uh, I think okay. Chris I guess Jones. Still, Chris said, Jones. Uh, that's what it was. Had said Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts gave the best performance he's ever, seen. he's ever seen in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That, that's an odd one. But I, I obviously understand, especially a sports show talking about football because we are getting close. And didn't they have the what's that All Star Game thing? Wasn't that fairly recent? But now, of course, we're getting what's it called preseason right around the corner. So you start ranking teams and they start putting, all right, you know, you can see the odds in Vegas. You start to get an idea of what Vegas thinks about these teams. 
who's most likely to go all the way, who the best and worst teams are. So this is an interesting one to me, though, Lazo, is uh, Sports Grid, which I don't, I've seen this website before. It's not like something I visit every day. But they did the five most overrated teams heading into 2023. Okay, that's interesting. And I thought you might find it interesting because of some of the teams on here. The Buffalo Bills are the first one they list. Everybody's counting them out. Really? Everybody. Okay. And I listen to a lot of NFL talk. I don't. So why are they and counting podcasts? them out? Um, because they haven't gotten it done. Yeah, and I, you know, from what I can tell, they, you know, the team's worse. They haven't gotten it done, and uh, the teams that they're going to be playing are better. Yeah, they've got they got to go you know, against the, the homes. The Dolphins are better. The Chiefs, you know, are still great. The Bengals are better. You know, yeah. the Jets have Aaron Rodgers, so it seems to be a combination of them not getting better and other teams getting better. Okay. Seems to be like, you know. The consensus that they're not picking them to go to the Super Bowl. Okay, that's what it seemed like. This article was saying like their window was closing, and then and there is you know arguments in the off season between the quarterback and the wide receiver. So who knows? But it just seems like people are saying they're not going to get it. Well, they said Josh Allen specifically didn't look that sharp last year. I don't know if he had right. kind of an off year or not. I don't know. I, f- I felt like the last few years he's been pretty good. I'm always scared when the Chiefs have to play the Bills. But they say he didn't look that sharp last year. And then basically what you said, that they had a window there and their window of opportunity may have closed. The next one's the Vikings. Now, the Vikings, I don't know, are they highly rated? I mean, are people yeah. pumped up the Vikings just because they had that, that you know, 11, what they win, 11 yeah. in a row, 8 in a row, 10? It was like, it was like Plus, 10 in a row. Some division like they play in. But don't you, when you watch that. The division, unless the lines are good, that division's bad. But when you watch that quarterback show, I liked yeah. Kirk Cousins a lot. I did too. Right? And even though we're nothing alike. I really liked him a lot. Just he owns being kind of a dorky Christian guy who just is what he says he is, and I I really thought I liked him. I thought he was cool in that sense. But he doesn't look like a quarterback. Just watching those highlights on that Netflix series, you're like, man, this reminds me of watching Chiefs quarterbacks all those years that they were mm-hmm. good enough to get to the playoffs, mm-hmm. but not good enough to win a playoff game. That's what he looks like, mm-hmm. and also just how much. I don't know how old he is. What did he say, like 36, something like that? But he's getting up there, and he looked like he was in a lot of pain. I mean, I'm pretty sure that I'd heard that their offensive line was garbage, but it looked like he got hit a lot. I just, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. You're the sports guy, Lazo, but when I watch Kirk Cousins on that show, I think this is not. This is probably not the guy who wins a bunch of playoff games. I understand being good in your division, but Kirk Cousins is just not. I don't want to say he's lousy. Um, They said in this article that he was close to being lousy which is tough to say after you won that many games in a row. But uh. Now, the next one may really upset you, Lazo, because the Lions are on here next. So they say, I'll just give you what they say about the Lions. They say they want the Lions to be uh, good just as much as the next guy, but the hype around them is out of hand. After all, they are the Detroit Lions, he says, an organization plagued with uh, continual failures and shortcomings. Offensively, uh, I liked what I saw from Jared Goff last season, but expecting a sizable leap this season is a bit far-fetched in my eyes. My question is, I know that people are thinking about the Lions this year. It's because they got close to they, – they got cl- close. We had that moment where there was a window of opportunity last season for them to make the playoffs, right? If these well, teams lost – The very last game. Yeah. And it, and the it was Seahawks like, had to lose when they were in. Oh, was it the last week? Because okay. they knocked the Packers out. Okay, so it was the last week of regular season is when that was happening. So I understand there being some hype, but how much hype as a Lions fan? Is there really a bunch of hype that they're going to be – there is. I mean, they're better than last year. Yeah, quite a bit better. A lot. What have they done? Well, they got new players. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. people that, that you're excited about. Yeah, they got that running back from Chicago. Uh, I was excited that that wide receiver played, but he got in that gambling thing. The guy from Alabama. Oh, that's right. They had a good draft, you know, uh, and I think they started to put it all together. The offensive coordinator is supposed to be great. He turned down other jobs, so I think people are excited. You can know people are excited about it because they schedule them for. 
opening night against Kansas City. Yeah. They wouldn't have done yeah, that if they thought true. they were, not whether they're right or wrong, but they wouldn't have done that if they thought we're the same old Lions going to just get punked by 50 on Thursday night. That's not what they're looking for. You're right. They're hoping the Lions are as good as people hope they are and that they put up a fight against the Chiefs. Speaking of that gambling thing, dude, I heard that there was more players. There's another round of that about to come out. Just, I guess it's just Probably. been rumor. But I don't know, a, yeah. But that's just going to get messier and messier. Yeah, and then college kids too, Iowa, I don't know. They had I didn't know about that. And... What are they going to do? I mean, it's too late now. The cat's out of the bag. You can't get rid of sports betting. It, yeah, it, it, it's here, and it's probably here to stay. At least they just got to say. I, I feel like they just got to say: if you bet on the sport you're playing, then you're suspended, and not, and it can't be like six games. Like now, it, I would be like, okay, look, everybody's been suspended. There's going to be this next round, right? And going into next year, you know, right? Sports gambling was new. I'm going to go ahead and give you a grace period. Yeah, that's anybody fair. who's got caught gambling 2024 before you fall under this if we find out you're going to get that six games or whatever if you gamble after the 2024 game on the sport that you play in you're suspended period two years and just lay it down like that but also if you're a basketball player and you bet on the nfl we don't care yeah like that's the other thing like and we don't care where you do it you could do it in the locker room you could do it in your toilet you could do it on the butt doesn't matter you just can't bet on your own sport yeah. To me, just do that and leave it at that. Well, is that what it's supposed to be? Is that is that what the rule is with the NFL? Well, no, some of those guys got football? so no because so the NFL, some of those guys got suspended for a year because they bet on football. Mm-hmm. Some of those guys got suspended for six months, like the wide receiver I was talking about at Detroit. He got suspended for six games because he he bet on a different sport. The story is not football, oh, okay, but he that's... bet. In the Lions facility, and you're not allowed. That's what it was. And it's like, yeah, what yeah. Do you, who cares? Right. That he was on property. Right. You can't, Which you they can't also gamble in the bus. A hotel, yeah, a hotel right. that they're staying in. Right. Any, any place so basically where the team is. Just all that dumb stuff and just be like, hey, no six games or a year. Two years, you bet on your own sport. Yeah, because I done. think they, they, what they don't want are a bunch of scandals. Like actual What they scandals. don't want is for people to question the integrity exactly. of the game. They already do with yep. that crazy, did you see the... You know, the script for the 2023 season and all those memes. and everything. They already do. If they start finding out that more people bet on football and playing football, it, what they can't have to do is turn it into the WWE. Exactly. They it's can't. too valuable. The, right. It's too valuable. I think. So just make it, if you bet on your own sport that you're playing, it doesn't even have to be your team. If right. you bet on your own sport, you're suspended. Two years, minimum. So NFL, no NFL. Yeah. None. College football, I guess you could bet on, but no yeah. NFL football. You yeah. can bet on basketball, just don't bet on football. And yeah. I don't know if these things are actually happening. I heard this rumor a few days ago, and I still haven't seen anything. So, But I, I heard that there were going to be more. The next team that they say is overrated uh, is a couple more, the Giants. Now, my thing about the Giants is, I don't know, again, are people really excited about the Giants? I know that they were pretty good last year. And by the way, they beat Minnesota last year. and Didn't they beat them in the playoffs? Isn't that who beat them? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, they did. They did. Right? Yeah. And, and then they lost to the Eagles. And they played okay. them pretty good. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they, they had definitely Which I watched a better that movie team. last night. So did I. What, yeah. Which one? Super fan or? Big fan. Big, Big fan. fan. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a I know time. you watched it. I rem- <laughs> so stupid. How do you know we watched it? Because he told you to watch oh, it yesterday? He texted me. Yeah. It was confusing. Oh, boy. And I, was, I had every it. right to be confused. Let me hear it. What was he texting? Well, I hadn't watched it yet. <laughs> okay. So, so here, let me see exactly. This is a movie, by the way, from like 2010. Yeah. It's, it's at least... Yeah, 10, 12 old. years old. Yeah. It's Pat Oswalt. He's a big fan of the Giants. I saw it in theaters, mm-hmm. I, I think, or mm-hmm. I at least saw it when it came out. 
Mm. So it's been a long time. I know. I remember him sitting in the parking lot watching games on a TV, yeah. like he's tailgating. He doesn't actually have tickets, and he's obsessed with a player on the team. Yeah, like yeah. specifically, there's one player that he's obsessed yeah. with, and then there's an issue with that player, and that's kind of what the movie. So yeah, in the around. beginning, he 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 calls into a sports show like every night, and you know gives these rants that he writes down. And he's talking about this player, Quantrell Bishop. And he keeps saying, like, he's going to be in your backfield. He's going to sack your quarterback. Right. So I think he's a defensive player, right? Mm-hmm. And then he runs into Quantrell Bishop, like, at a nightclub. Mm-hmm. And he, he's wearing a chain that says QB. So mm-hmm. I think, oh, he's a quarterback. And they kind of they talk about him very importantly. So I think, oh, this right. guy's a quarterback. I can see that. So here, he's... Oh, that, see, that's definitely something I would do, so for sure. So Snowcone texted me and said, are you watching Big Fan? And I said, I just got home. Is it good? <laughs> And he said, yeah, I liked it. I'm confused, though. He's, like, a, obsessed with this one player. In the beginning, he's talking about this player sacking quarterbacks and being a defensive player. But then when he meets him, the guy wears a chain that says QB, and they refer to him as the quarterback. But then he's got, like, a poster in his room of the guy, and it says, quarterbacks beware. I was hoping you could help me make some sense of it. That's me. And that then I just go, me. I go, hmm, I'll watch. And then I'm watching for, like, Five minutes. I'm yeah, like, right, hey. five minutes. Well, I mean, I got the times here. <laughs> and then I sent him back, so it was on, and I was like, his name's Quantrell Bishop. Yeah. And, and then I wrote underneath it, QB. Those are just initials. And then he like, just responded, I'm an effing idiot. That's 100%. If and you asked who did that, everyone like, would think it well, was Well, in the context of football, QB means one thing. It does, quarterback. Yeah. And I even said back, I said, yeah, I was confused for a second when they were like, QB. And then I was like, oh, it's Quantrell Bishop. But... They could have picked any other any name other and name. not make it be QB, but right. I figured that was just them being clever with it yeah. and him having a cool name. So he's the quarterback when he's not the quarterback, right? right? right. His name's QB, Quantel Bishop. So, But it was funny because I'm watching, I'm like, his name's Quantel Bishop. And I knew <laughs> as soon as I texted, there was like a minute pause. And I knew I I could see you looking at your phone like I don't want to respond. Right? To this. What do I say? <laughs> I don't, don't want to respond. To this. I really did. Uh, <laughs> Why did I bring this up? I know to begin Sorry, with. Man, I was sleeping. Uh, so anyway, yeah, the Giants are on that list of yeah. overrated teams. I still think they might be better than the Vikings, though. But then finally, the Dolphins. And again, yeah. I don't know. Is, is there a lot of talk about the Dolphins? Yeah. I, I know there's a lot of talk about Jacksonville yeah. and the Jags. I don't know. I mean, look, yeah, the Dolphins. Dolphins were, Dolphins year, were pretty Dolphins good were last good. year. They, they almost won that playoff game without. Their quarterback, like if he's back, you know. So, I like the Dolphins this year. I think they could be really good. But is there some? Is there a reason that they should be even better than last year, or is this just one of those? They they have their starting quarterback. Yeah, and and how long was he out? How long was he out out during that playoff game and they almost won? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that the guy who was like from K State or something? Or yeah, he played the backup. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he was the back. You didn't watch that game so good. I thought we were texting during that game. I might. He was really good. That was Nick. Was he? I can't remember. Well, I don't know. He played good in that game. Okay. Okay. I can't remember. Because you've got – who's the other K- – oh, the other K-State guy is on the Chiefs. Yeah, that's that's this year, right? What's his name? Mm. Or No, it's not K-State. That, that's the guy from Lee Summit I'm thinking of. There's the guy from Lee Summit oh, who yeah. got, got signed by the, by the Chiefs. No, the, the other guy, the guy that the Chiefs signed. Remember the oh you're right yeah yeah, yeah, that guy? yeah yeah it's it's funny because our brains like we you watch the draft however long ago that was right and now it's time to start remembering okay here comes right the 2023 season who are these guys again do I remember right. you kind of have to do an inventory Deuce Vaughn according to Twitch yeah. okay all right is that him yeah yeah, yeah okay he's a K State guy so what do you Here's think of that list Th- those would those be your overrated teams going into the season I think it's fine I don't know yeah, I thought you would fine. say Jacksonville maybe but. I, maybe you like Jacksonville. I know. I just don't know if people are winning, picking them to win the Super Bowl. Are they picking all these teams to win? I the think Super they're picking Bowl? those teams. I saw that 
like two guys on ESPN picked the Lions to win the Super Bowl. Really? So what? that's pretty wow. overhyped. Well, but the, the thing about the Lions is, like you said, America kind of wants to see the Lions win. Right. There, no, there's a, there's a thirst. There is. There is. Just like he said, I, I want him to win as much as the next guy. Nope, when nope. the Lions had that shot at the playoffs, it was a mass texting frenzy. You know, my brother was texting me, and people were texting like, oh, my God, dude, the Lions – might have a way to get into the yeah. playoffs. And everyone was rooting for them in that moment. Except yeah, for you, you my son. Who yeah, that sucks. As a Seahawks fan, I was like, oh. Jesus. Yeah, that's too bad. you got to watch it in different it rooms. Now. You have to oh. at that point. And as they're playing, it's just like, let Geno cook. Let Geno cook. I'm like, <laughs> let you pay for your own college. The Church of Love. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yo. Yo. All right, so Billboard, Mm -hmm. as in the Billboard, they put out a... uh, List yesterday, maybe it came out two days ago. I saw it yesterday. They did the 100 greatest album covers of all time, like the artwork, right? And they do back to the 30s. So they say, you know, the origins of rock and roll, the start of hip hop, all the way up to present day. So it Mm -hmm. goes back as far as the 30s. Now, we don't have to go through all 100 of them, but the ones that you would expect to be on there for the most part are on there. But I thought that we might have time to do like the top 20, right? Did you have a favorite? Like when someone says your favorite yeah, album. I mean, what comes to mind is The Clash. It's on here. London Calling. Mm-hmm. It's on here. And the it's album that it's such, a, it's such a great knockoff, but not really a knockoff. Like it's, it's purposeful. Yeah. You know, it's like the Elvis Presley one, exactly. Only Elvis is playing the guitar. Yep. And, you know, yep, it's smashing it. They, it's they, like they that's call a cool, it like, pain like, tribute, yeah. which I think it was. It I was, it was to, a, to a degree. And also mocking it maybe a little bit maybe you know paying tribute and in, this, in, in both of those at the same time like basically that was rock and roll this is rock and roll yeah right it's, it's and so good. it's kind of mocking it a little bit i get it but it's also paying tribute to it it's in the top 20 um actually both of those are i think but uh one that comes to mind for me i know you'll make fun of hmm. but there are like uh, things that you absolutely hate on this list like i think uh which Megadeth album was on here? I think uh, Peace Sells, Who's Buying a Rust in Peace, one of those. Um, but there are you know, certain genres 
you have a, the kind of artwork that you expect that's fitting to that band. <clears throat> you know, some sort of an emotion that evokes when you're a kid, rock and like roll is supposed to be dangerous. Kill them all. Exactly. With all the cross, yeah. it's supposed to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I always well, thought maybe it's because Diarrhea of a Madman. Diary of a Madman. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, I'm sure it's because I was uh, so young when it came out, but I always thought. And I thought they had a, a couple of good album covers, but I thought that Korn's first album was a great, like, kind of metal cover. The little girl, the girl on the, girl swing, the swing and the shadow yeah. of the oh, guy yeah. standing there. And then That's it's just Korn. It's scary, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's dangerous. It's rock and roll. And she's wearing that dress. But I'd say maybe my favorite of all time, or one of my, if I think it's probably my favorite, is uh, Beastie Boys' Check Your Head. And I always thought that was such a cool image. And I actually read stuff about it. I don't know if they're making this up or not, but that it was all done purposefully. It's, you know, it's a black and white cover. And the way that they had them, the photographer had them sit against these uh, backdrops so that the, the pavement is a certain color, the sidewalk is a certain color, the wall behind them is a certain color, and then their clothing, you know, contrasts with that perfectly. I just always thought they looked so cool on the cover of that album. So I do like uh, Beastie Boys, uh, Check Your Head. That would be I think probably that, yeah. my, my favorite. your favorite? I think it, it definitely stands out. And then I like Rage Against the Machine, Evil Empire a lot. Again, I think that's probably because I was a kid, but... Just seeing that image, I thought it was a cool T-shirt. I thought it was a cool poster. But it could also be that I thought they were such a cool band when I was a kid. But I really liked well, a, the cover of Evil Empire. It's a, I tend to like like when I see that clash when I know what I'm getting. Yeah. Like they encapsulate not exactly. only the band but the record. You know? So I thought so about I'm the like, corn, okay, I know what I'm getting. Like, uh, I, one that encapsulates, encapsulates the record and the band, I think Springsteen's Born in the U.S.A., I thought about that. Right, yeah. just got the shirt yeah. and the hat in the back. You're like, I know what I'm getting. He doesn't mechanic, make... maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's not top 20. I think it was in the 30s, but it's on the list. Yeah, it's I think, you know, list. you notice that right away, and you know yeah. what you're getting. Yeah. You know, same thing. A couple of really good ones. I think Greetings from Asbury Park mm. is a cool album cover. And uh, I'm not a big Bob Dylan fan, but the freewheeling Bob Dylan with his arm around the girl That's walking down the one. street, you get mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Wand on wand. You see it right away. Yeah, I think a lot of the ones... The minor threat record, minor threat, minor threat. What, what's the cover of that? That's it. The green the, one with the okay. guy with the yeah, bald yeah, head yeah, with his yeah, hands yeah. down. Look yeah. at, like in a, looks like it's like a really crappy club that he's sitting on the stairs at. Yeah, that reminds with me of cigarettes the, and his boots untied. Like You're the, like, I know what I'm getting here. It's like the Rancid. Was it? Uh, mm. Was that Ruby Soho? What was the name of that album? Was it just Rancid? I'm not I'm like not the sure. biggest Rancid fan. Whatever album had Ruby Soho on it. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was a cool one. These guys head down, bent over. I think he's sitting on the sidewalk. Abbey Road's got to be on it. It's on here. Abbey yeah. Road so just because wanna... everybody, I don't know if it's a great. Album I figured cover it might not, be. But everybody. It seems. Copies it it now, seems right. Steve says straight out of Compton. That's a great one. Yeah, uh, NWA was on here. I don't. Let me see if I can find what number they were. I think that they were pretty high. Um, they were number ten. Well, it's you know like, what? We're getting like, ahead of ourselves. Iconic, yeah. Yeah. So let's just go through the top twenty here. So starting at number twenty, one that I definitely think deserves to be on the list is Duran Duran Rio. And Lazo, I know you're not a huge Duran Duran fan, I but you have to admit. Him. Rio is the one. So this is the I'm up on Twitch. You can look um, the artist Patrick Nagel. Yeah, if you want to see all these album covers, we're we're posting them on oh, Twitch yeah, as we yeah, go. Yeah. So the guy who did the artwork for this, I think it, he actually just died like a couple years ago because he painted them. All those eighties artwork. He yeah. was the guy that did those. And so for an eighties band, it's perfect. It's the it's that iconic look of all those paintings that were sure. in every hotel room, every uh, lobby. You just associate all of his art with. 80s, and I mean, you associate Duran Duran with 80s, yeah, that's and that's perfect. kind of their quintessential right. album. So I think that definitely, I would probably put it higher than top 20, but it made number 20. Number 19 is Joy Division, Unknown Pleasures. That's the iconic. That's very uh, iconic. I mean, yep. you see that T-shirt at least tattoos. once a month, right? You see tattoos yep. of it. You see, you see it re. I don't know. Is it an interpolation? 
Can you interpolate an image? Yeah, because I, 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 you see people reuse yeah, that interpolate their own. Yeah. Oh, really? I mean, you see Joy other Division. bands do it. Mm-hmm. I've seen T-shirts for things that, at first glance you think it's Joy Division, and you realize someone else has taken that logo. So it's certainly iconic. Now, if I just saw that album cover, though, I don't know if that would stand out to me without all that other, you know, information in my head about how iconic it is. I, that would not stand out to me as oh, what a great album cover. Great. You, you get it? You think you would just see it and think that's a great album oh, cover yeah, for I who really they are? Like it, yeah. Okay. Uh, number so that's number nineteen. Number eighteen, Judas Priest, British Steel. This is the one where he's holding up the razor blade that says Judas Priest. So even if you aren't a big fan, you probably you've seen that uh, cover before. That doesn't feel to me like that should be. A top it's bizarre that that's top twenty. I think like putting that ahead of of Rio is crazy to me, or a lot of these things actually. Number seventeen is Santana. I'm going to be honest with you. What is it? Z Bop? It's Abraxas. Is that, is that oh, how yeah. you say it? Abraxas. Abraxas. I don't. It's, yeah. What's it I called? I don't know. That doesn't stand out to me. Yeah. I, I never listened to Santana, so I didn't have these albums. I remember seeing them at the record store, and I know people. Yeah. It's usually people's I dads that have the old finals. Like the yeah. biggest songs, you know. I don't Oye know. Oyo Como Va. Black Magic Woman. Black yeah. Magic There's Woman. There's something. There's like some. For me, it was the Rob Thomas rock song. Songs too, though. What was yeah. the Rob Thomas the song? The Rob Thomas smooth. But only, only, there was winning. I'm yeah, like winning. Three of that were huge. The, with Rob Thomas? No, one with Rob Thomas. There was it was all collaborative, and then there was one with God. Who was it? Wyclef Jean, I want to say. Okay. There was like three huge singles. Like okay. That. Oh, that's right. With different artists. Each, okay, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's right. I forgot all about that. Those were the big Rob songs. Thomas was the big one. Yeah. yeah, that was the biggest one. Which did we tell Lazo Lazo? Did you know your buddy Rob Thomas is having like a great month right now? Mm-mm. We didn't tell you this. His song is in the Barbie movie, and uh, I don't want to give too much away. No, no spoilers, even though apparently yeah. everybody's seen it. But it's a, it's Ken's favorite song mm-hmm. in the movie. And uh, oh, really? What is it? It's push. a push. Oh, and I read an article where they were saying that they went to Rob Thomas and asked if they could use that song in the movie, and he said, "Look, I knew that they were that the joke was on me. I knew that they were making fun of the song, and that the joke would be on me. But I've got thick skin, so I'm cool with it." And I they said that paid. someone. I think someone from Atlantic, I think it's Atlantic, whatever the yeah, label was, they said someone from the label was like a little worried about it, like, I don't know, you know, the joke's on you. But then once they saw the finished product, they were like, this is great. He loved it. And of course, it's been huge for this song yeah. because it's introduced a whole new generation, I guess, of people who don't even remember. It's so weird to me to think Wait, you wouldn't quick, know that song like, already. Put your lights on. Santana and uh, your Everlast. Mm. I don't remember that. He did that. two of those mashups with... Rob Thomas and Everlast. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I, I do remember that, that he did. Something. I had to look it up, but I found it. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, Rob Thomas is having a great week. I did not see. He's the always been a, here, like as much as month. I know him, which is not a ton. But I, I, he seems like the kind of guy that would be all right with that. Like, yeah, I know you're gonna make fun of me. It's okay. Yeah, and I'm sure like he doesn't. The money he doesn't helps. seem like taking himself overly seriously mm-hmm. when it comes to that. Well, I looked him up, and he put out an album this year. They put out an album. Matchbox 20, uh, this year, last year, I think it said 2023. And that song's about like an abusive relationship, right? That he was in? Yeah, that's the other thing. In the article, he said that the flipped. weird thing about Push is they're using about his it. mom? No, he said that it's about, he was dating this girl who was, he said, emotionally uh, abusing him, manipulating him, and it was a, like a toxic relationship. And he said, for whatever reason, he's like, I don't even know that you could do that song today. Mm-hmm. He's like, but at right. the time when I wrote it, it was really about this girl and me being in this relationship and me feeling like I'd been abused and, and needing to get out of it. The movie is kind of ironic. And then, yeah, in, in the movie, it kind of gets flipped around. So mm-hmm. anyway, a little uh, factoid there for you about Rob Thomas that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with this it's list. 3 a.m. That's about his mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so s- yeah, I think. Anyway, that's what he told me. It was about his mom. It was, uh, she was sick or something. 
and kind of living out the last part of it. You know, it's 3 a.m. and she would call guys or whatever. Oh, I must okay. be lonely, right? Oh, it's like that video I showed yesterday, Snowcone. Mm-hmm. Mom yeah. calling guys at 3 a.m. It's just like that video you showed Okay, me. number 16, uh, The Clash, London Calling. Again, mm-hmm. these are the greatest album covers of all time, according to B- Billboard magazine. 1979, we already talked about that one. Number 15 is Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. That's a good album That's cover. 2015. Really That's a really, good really good one. Yes, really good I think one. he, in general, has good album covers. I saw that they put uh, ASAP Rocky, Long Live ASAP. It was, I mean, down there, but it was in the mm-hmm. top 100. And I thought, that's an interesting one, because that really is a cool album it cover. Is. Then the one that I know came to your mind immediately, Lazo, when I said, hey, Billboard put a list together, you just think, okay, Nirvana's got to be on there. Yeah. Never mind. 1991, it's number 14 on the list. But guess who it gets beat by at number 13? Hmm. Who beat Nirvana? Hole. Live through this. That's a good That's album a cover. That's a great album it's cover. It's really good. I have a, a whole uh, poster on my wall with yeah. little candy hearts. And so Brooke got me for my birthday a T-shirt that's just the cover of Live Through This. Mm. It's a, it's It looks cool. It looked cool then. It looks That's cool, cool now. Like you get it. Yeah, it exactly. Yeah. It tells you exactly what mm-hmm. you need to know about this band. Um, Nas Illmatic is number twelve on the list. Yeah. Again, that's one that is just iconic, so I don't know if I saw that. I don't know if it's a great album cover of the album, so it's iconic. Right, that's how I feel about the Joy Division cover. Yeah. Uh, Then the Beatles, number 11, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, 1967. That's Snow Cone's favorite Beatles album. Favorite album of all time. It's probably my least favorite Beatles album. No, I didn't. Uh, I was hoping you'd get a little more work done than that, but I know you said that that's your least favorite. I wouldn't put that as my... Well, maybe there's more Beatles ones on there. And I'm not a huge Beatles fan, but I think... uh, the Soul. basics of well, I, to me, the basics of the White Album. Yeah, the White Album. Like it's just like you know, mm-hmm. it's cool. Sergeant Pepper's yeah, is definitely a lot of busy. That came after it. Yeah, Sergeant Pepper's a busy one. It is. It's also. It's so iconic. The band is so iconic. Yeah. It is hard to separate. Again, like how great is this album artwork? But they may be taking that into consideration. They didn't say in this very brief introduction how they came up with these. It didn't say if they were voting. If it does say somewhere, I, I didn't see it. Uh, NWA Straight Outta Compton, someone mentioned. That's, that's, a good one. that's number 10, and that is a good one. Then Elvis Presley, Elvis Presley, 1956. That's the album that the album cover that The Clash was. Yep. Mm-hmm. They say paying tribute to for sure. uh, London Calling. Number eight, Public Enemy, Fear of a Black Planet. Now, I know that that's again an iconic album, but to me, I'm I was surprised to see that this was a, that high on the list. Yeah, this is kind of what I think of when I think of kind of a bad '80s album cover. Yeah, it's you not know? great. I don't I don't know. I I mean, again, I guess it's all in the eyes of the person writing this list. But sure. yeah, um, and maybe there's a lot of stuff going on there that I just don't understand. But I was surprised that that was top ten. Number seven, Cindy Lauper. She's so unusual. That's the one where she's dancing uh, in the street in front of the store oh, there. Okay, with the the dress. Again, surprised to see that in the yeah. top ten, but it's a good one. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, I was not surprised to see. I no, figured it would course. be up there. I thought it might be number one. I, it could, it, it could have been sure. one. It wouldn't have surprised me. It's number six on the list. Number five, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin. That's another one that I would expect to see yep. high on the list. Again, it's an iconic album and an iconic band. So how great is the album artwork? But I think in this instance, I think I would look at that and go, that's a cool album cover. I mean, the band is Led Zeppelin. I know. That's why I think it's a little too on point. On the head. Yeah. Right? It's like, I get it. You went over like a Led Zeppelin. Yeah. It could be that it's just because it's iconic. But I I don't know. I I know the t shirts, you still see people wearing them. The posters, you still see people wearing them. I mean, they look cool. I'm not. I do think it looks cool. And the way that it was done. And I I don't even like Zeppelin. I would wear a t shirt with that on it. Exactly. I I don't hate them, but I'm not a Zeppelin fan. 
Uh, number four. We're in the top five now. Notorious B.I.G. Oh, that's iconic. Ready to Die. That's a great hip-hop album cover, probably. Iconic. I think you could mm-hmm. say the best hip-hop album cover. Probably. I said Beastie Boys, but I'm obviously a big fan of theirs, and I have that poster and everything. But you can't go wrong with Ready to Die. That's a great album cover. Snowcone, do you see what number three is on the list? I have not yet. Oh, Patty, Patty Smith. Smith. Horses. That's a good Horses. one. Horses. Yeah. It's so so that's the album cover that you used to masturbate to. Is that one? <laughs> masturbate to Patty Smith. I thought you said you had a Patty Smith poster that you masturbated to. It was a cover of an album. Wasn't it no. horses? Uh-uh. Oh, I had the record, but oh. Patty Smythe. Patty Smythe is who mm-hmm. he used to masturbate mm-hmm. to. Okay, mm-hmm. Patty Smythe from Nickelodeon. <laughs> I for, I forgot. Uh, Patty Smith. You are a fan, right? That's I a do. cool yeah. album cover. Yeah. It is very cool. Um, and if you don't know, again, you could be watching this with us right now on Twitch uh, Twitch TV slash Church Lazo. Um, but uh, we, we'll post the list, too, so you can go through and look at these. Then number two is what I really thought was going to be number one, The Beatles' Abbey Road, 1969. I just That's the first thing that came to mind when they said the best album sure, covers of all I time. Guess, I don't Not know because it's I such love a it. great album cover, but it's like one that everybody... It's iconic. If anybody ever goes to London, they have that picture. Yeah, yep. and then you got another story right. about well, the why they're all right. dressed that way, and exactly. Paul's cigarette and The Beatle. And, yeah, yeah I, th- I just assumed that would be number one. Not because it's my first pick, but just because... But I, I kind of put it like they're it. like... <clears throat> If the outfield had made that album cover, would we be like, this is a great album cover? True. Yeah. I don't think so, because if they no. would have made... That's a lot of these. If they would have made the Clash's album cover, you would have been like, that's cool. It's a tribute, right? Like, that's a cooler album cover than band. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think that could be said for a lot of the albums on here. Sure. That they're Probably, just, but that some they're of them are just really good album some covers. Of them are. And if the bands weren't that great, you'd still be like, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't think Minor Threat's the greatest band in the world, but that, no, it's and it's blown. not on your list, but that album no. cover is... I don't think Korn's the greatest band in the world, right. but I thought that, that was album a really good great, album right? cover. Yeah. Uh, the number one album cover? This, I'm just saying this album cover might be better because it's so popular. And so people iconic, love the record, and you can go visit it, and people do, right? Like, it means more than what it is, just as art. Yeah, the Velvet Underground, uh, so, Andy Warhol painting there, one. obviously. That's number one. Very iconic. Yep. I was, uh, were there any, I did go through the list, and of course I don't remember all of them, I'm sure. There could be some, but there were some that were coming to mind earlier that I was thinking, uh, and again, maybe just because, I don't know if it even counts as an album, but the cover of Bob Marley's uh, Greatest Hits, Legend? that Legend album Legend? that everyone yeah. had, again, maybe just because it was so iconic, but I, I feel like that was a really good album cover, and I will give Taylor Swift credit. I don't know anything about her other than what Spencer tells me, what music I've heard. doesn't offend me, but I'm not a fan. But that 1989 album cover That's is cool. Cover. It's a very cool album cover. I and always I, liked, as a kid, the Cars, the Cars. Yeah. Where the too. girl's got her hand so over her funny. head mm-hmm. in the clear steering wheel. Yeah. Brooke's yeah. got and that she's so pretty, actually. and I'm That's always cool. like... Uh, I, to me, as a kid, I'm like, where, do, where are girls that pretty, and where do you get a clear steering wheel? Yeah. And like it was really intriguing and different you know and then when you yeah. put the record on you're like oh this is intriguing and different yep. you know oh, that's i love that album cover mm-hmm. and they do put some metal stuff on here i mentioned they put megadeth uh, metallica is number 43 with master of puppets that's the one with the crosses mm-hmm. and there's another one that i was thinking oh you know what i'm not a fan but it is a great album cover oh it was the beyonce album Oh, lemonade, lemonade, maybe. Yeah, or that's like a, a fur coat. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool album cover. Yeah, I'll get, okay. You know, I wouldn't have thought of it, but when I saw it on the list, I remembered it. I was like, okay, that's a good one. They also put Blink-182, Enema of the State, which I thought was nice of them. Number 69, no less. Oh, Come yeah, on. Yeah, clever. It's a good album cover. I, I don't remember her name. 
I know she was a porn star, right? Yeah, they, they did sort of cross off the hat, right? Yeah, there was a story about that they had to. Was it there? Was that what it was? The Red Cross. Okay, take the logo off. Yeah, her name. I feel like does it say in here what her name is? Oh yeah, she's adult actress Janine Lindemolder. I thought the name would be more familiar than that. Maybe I just knew that she was an adult actress. But that album again, talk about fitting for what it is. So, you know, just like we were talking yeah. about earlier with the corn album, you it got an idea. Get, yeah. When you see that Blink 182 mm-hmm. album cover, you kind of have an idea. As soon Funny, as the, immature. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then I think that was, those were the main ones. There, Whitney Houston was on here at 72. I like Whitney Houston, but I don't know that that's such an mm-hmm. iconic album cover. But Jay Z's The Black Album was 73. Mm-hmm. And I did, I figured that that might be on there. When they said that they were going to do hip hop, you think separately, okay, what are some of the greatest? I think NWA, it makes sense that it's Biggie, as high yeah. as it is. But if they'd said that Jay-Z was in the top 10, I wouldn't have been surprised. Or Outkast, Stankonia. It was on the list, but it was much lower uh, than top 10 or even top 20. Oh, you know what else was on here is that Loretta Lynn album that she did that song with Jack, Jack, White. Jack White. And that is a great album. Under yeah. a Tree, I think? Yes. Okay. Uh, Van Leer, Rose. And I'll show people here on Twitch. But oh, yeah, it's such cool. a good yeah, right, album cover. Right. And I got the CD from work, and I wanted to like it so much more than I really did. Those Johnny I Cash love that ones song. that Rick Rubin did are great. Yeah, he's on. That's on here. Let me see what list uh, or what all those ones he is. are great. Johnny Cash fifty seven. They did American Four. Yeah, uh, two thousand two, which is probably the most iconic yeah. of those, right? Where mm-hmm. it's just his. Head I do like. I'm looking at him now, and there is one. Yeah, that's a great cover. It is good. It's really good. I like um, all those ones he did. One of those that just you know, you know what you're getting is. Uh, REM and I feel fine. As That's I a good that. I didn't That's see any REM on here. Actually, I think REM has some have great some good albums, but that one where they're just three guys standing, you're like, oh, that's '80s college rock. I yep. can, you know, you're like, right. hey, just look at that. Yeah, REM. Absolutely, I would say that could be a separate list in and of itself. The album cover that tells you exactly gives you the best description of what you're going right. to get into. Because that's a good one. You're like, Blink I know what that is. One. Yeah, R.E.M. would be a good one. Corn, I think. Corn for one. sure. There's got to be a Marilyn Manson one for them. Metal Marilyn albums Manson, had cool. Yeah. Metal albums had cool covers. Yeah, I, I, they yeah. did. Kill them I mean, they were great covers. Yeah, they had good covers. I'm trying to think uh, which what the best Marilyn Manson one was. Those T-shirts were so popular when yeah, I was in junior high. There were so many kids. That had Marilyn Manson T-shirts. It almost seemed obligatory to have one mm-hmm. in your wardrobe that, that you'd wear at some point to school. I don't think I ever had one because it's a kind of well, thing. We're talking my about mom the ones that people that. wear all the time, and I was looking it up. You guys were saying it. That Black Sabbath Master yes. of Reality and the Misfits. purple Black Sabbath mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. and Misfits. Like I don't know if that's a great album cover, but every person who's never even heard a Black Sabbath song has that T-shirt. Exactly. Yeah, I, I got a T-shirt that was the that same logo with this Black Lives Matter that right, yeah. Black Sabbath put out. Yeah. I really thought that Misfits would be on the list because of that same thing. You know, it's, it's just that so iconic. Mm-hmm. There's so many people yeah. that have that T-shirt. Yeah. You'll see 12-year-old girls in that T-shirt. Yeah. And, you know, they got it at Kohl's or whatever because it looks cool. And, by the way, I'm not, I'm not trying to make fun of them. Mm-hmm. I just uh, I understand there are some of those... Some of those images that kind of transcend even being a fan of the music, you just yeah. think it looks cool. To me, the Misfits one is a really, really good example of that. So I think that... Oh, you mentioned Van Halen. I was looking them up There now was no Van Halen on the list. Um, like the Beatles, the Deftones White Pony. White oh, that's pony. a good With just that's a White a really Pony on it, you're like, that's cool. Yeah. That was a really good one. Actually, yeah. they had good album covers in general also. And, but, Lazo, your, your guys, Van Halen, I did not see them anywhere on the that list. That one surprised the, me a little bit. I'm surprised at the Baby Angel with the cigarettes. That's a really great album cover. Right, that, really great you know what cover. you're getting, I think. Yeah, 
And then if you did worst album covers of all time, I think you could just put every Def Leppard album on there and you start with those. That would give you a base to start with and then you can move on from I'm there. I'm trying to look at those. What were those? Van the Halen Van Halen one? What was that? Which one had the cigarette? I don't know. 1984. There you go. Put them, mm. put them on your list of good ones. I would. We'll start I, a separate yeah, list yeah, of bad ones. I think we're smoking ones. Lucky Strikes if I remember. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, that's, and that's also an iconic just image, T-shirt, the whole deal. Yeah. All right, Snow Cones, we're out of time. That's it. Sorry, buddy. We ran over. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. You don't know could kill the order of hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, let's doom scroll, baby. We're doom scrolling. I'm sure you heard the sad news about Brian Randall. I got to be honest. Uh, I did not. I did not know who Brian Randall was. I. Was not familiar with him. When I first saw the image, though, I saw they said this is Sandra Bullock's uh, partner. Oh, yeah. You know, let's not talk uh, about it. And uh, I, I was like, it. oh, you know, she kind of, no. she has a type. Like, he's a good-looking you know guy, but he kind of reminded me. What was that ex of hers? Uh, Jesse James. James. I was going to say Ventura. That's the wrong Jesse. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brian Randall. Apparently, they've been uh, keeping this on the down low, but he's been uh, fighting a a rare neurological condition for the last few years. It. it took his life at 57. break this morning for actress Sandra Bullock. Her longtime partner, Brian Randall, died after a three-year battle with ALS. Randall's family telling NBC News in a statement that he chose early to keep his journey with ALS private, and those of us who cared for him did our best to honor his request, adding, at this time we ask for privacy to grieve and to come to terms with the impossibility of saying goodbye to Brian. ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's, is a progressive nervous system disease yeah, that impacts okay. the brain and spinal cord. Unfortunately, asshole. it has no cure. What? You're an asshole. He's horrible. What? How am I the, uh, the asshole? You, you know, act like you I know, killed you the know, guy. You know what you, you know what you're doing. What did I do? Oh, okay. It's a big story. You're what, an you, you think that woman's not on the news? That's from the Today Show. <laughs> it's not like I had to dig deep. It's not like I search ALS you're every morning and try and find you a story. No, it, it was a big story. And I've been trying to cut back smoking. Well, you I don't know. know if that causes ALS or not. You but. know that it causes me to freak out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It causes you to think you have ALS. Yeah. That clip went on a lot longer yeah. than it needed to. Yeah. Well, people we may not know what it is. It's a rare, a rare condition. People know what it is. And I just gave you the, the basic facts. I didn't feel like it went on too terribly long. Just got to the point where she describes what it is and that there's no cure. That's all. We know there's no cure. This guy looked healthy. He looked good. He's a good looking right. guy. More ice water on your head. That's the cure. Right. That's the cure. I heard that. That's what I'm sticking with. Just pour what, what happened to that medicine that they said they were going to bring to you market that made? Shut up. Well, they didn't do it? Just shut up. No, they were saying that they had something. Remember? It was like within the last remember. year. They said the ice bucket challenge had, the yeah. money raised I'm had sure it has, done know, something. And that they're there was, moving forward. I don't know about in that. In their research. Next know. story. Uh, another celebrity who passed away from ALS. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Trump is uh, obviously you know, under a lot of pressure right now. He's running for president. He's got all these indictments that he's facing. Well, specifically, he's got this latest indictment about the, the trying to steal the election, stay in power. I don't know. How would you, what would you call this indictment? The indictment overturn to the overturn the election. Yeah, yeah, right? This is about overturning the election. But there'll be another indictment. About overturning the election, not, right? It's yeah. not overturning the election because overturning the election sounds like that could be legal. So there's like fraud to overturn Illegally, the election, right? You know what I mean? Like legally stating power, like, right? Right, like to, an attempted coup. Because if you just say I want to overturn this election, that sounds like sedition. Maybe the other side didn't count all the votes. Like I want to, right? I don't He's, know. What he did bad. is more. Wor- it's worse than trying to overturn an election. Mm. 
it's trying to overturn election using you're saying fraud that the title and, of that charge lends itself to being like well is that wrong you know right I mean? exactly or did he see the one who got screwed and wants to overturn it to right. make it right when it should be called it should be like more fraud to you know well that's what they call it defrauding the american defrauding people, the american people. Well, that's that, what yeah they that's call more it. right yeah mm-hmm. it's just it, it does have to do with him trying to stay in yes, power in but power. it's there's several things, right? At least I think to this specific indictment in and of itself, it doesn't talk about the perfect call, but about the things that were said, knowingly saying things that he knew to be false, right? That's part of it. Asking mm-hmm. is asking Mike Pence to help him stay in power. Is that part of this indictment? Because yes. they keep asking yes. about it. and They keep talking like That's it is. Well, Pence said that he okay. asked me to choose between him and the Constitution, and yeah. I chose the Constitution. Well, That's his if rhetoric, Pence, yeah. but if Pence says that, then Trump asked you to break a law mm-hmm. as the vice president to help him get elected. So, I mean, whether he thinks he said that or not, what Pence did was say that Trump broke the law. Yeah. He asked me to break, as the sitting vice president, he asked me to break a law that's in the constitution we assume under oath at some point he said that right i, well, I don't know testified yeah, to that. possibly well i don't know if he'll testify but he said it we know that he said it so i saw bill barr said he's willing to testify mm-hmm. and bill barr said uh, i just saw again this morning that he was saying that this this indictment looks reasonable and like well to me know, that was a big one it was almost like did pence realize what he was saying when he said it you know what i mean like did he realize when i say he asked me to choose between him and the Constitution. I chose the Constitution. Was he saying that he realized what he's saying was implicating this implicating kind of crime? that Trump asked him to commit a crime? Right. Hey, look at that. Not change the subject, but look behind you. They're, it's a TV show. They're doing the Abbey Road cover right there. <laughs> oh, look at that. That's crazy. On, with uh, what is it? Quarterbacks up yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Look yeah. at that. Definitely iconic. All right. Well, here's Trump uh, talking about Jack Smith. We call it a sham indictment. We have one set of laws in this country. And they apply to everyone. Well, From campaign true. rallies. And it is an outrageous true. criminalization of true. political speech. To his social media blasts. No, I shouldn't have a protective order placed on me because it would impinge upon my right to free speech. Jack Smith, he's a deranged human being. You take a look at that face, you say, that guy is a sick man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> my God. I mean, that is... <laughs> Pop meat kettle. <laughs> Look at that face. <laughs> this is coming from a guy who says he's saying it oranger than he's ever been yeah. with his hair all blonde and yeah. poofed up. And he just looks stressed. Like, just look at that man. He is a deranged <laughs> man. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know that there's anything other than, uh, you know, the, the normal updates about he said this, this person said this, Bill Barr says this, is, which I think the reason it's important, or I think it's important that. Bill Barr is saying this stuff. I mean, he was the head of his Justice Department. Yeah. So if you say this is a political witch hunt, well, the guy who was in charge of it for Trump says that they, that the Justice Department should be doing this. And Bill Barr that it's wrote legitimate. the letter when it was Jeff Sessions. He yeah. wrote the letter basically saying, hey, I'll do everything you want me to do. I'll be your guy. Yeah. And that's what got him the Ex- job. Exactly. It's not like he was there to – he wasn't like that guy who worked for Homeland Security who wrote that New York no. Times article where he was like, I'm secretly here right. fighting Trump or whatever. No, oh, yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah. Bill Barr. Bill Barr was like, dude, give me a job. I'll go throw – Gas canisters and peaceful protesters. Wasn't Bill Barr a libertarian? I don't know that much about him. Probably. I don't know. But certainly once he went to work for Trump... Yeah, he, he, he looked like he was him, all basically. in. Yeah. He was all in. And when we I know he was, out there but in my mind, like, protesters, I think, like, wasn't he? He was a villain. Every bit as villain Absolutely. as Trump was in those moments. I mean, that walking across the street 
He said Jeff Probably Sessions wasn't going far enough. <laughs> right. Oh my God. I, I know. It's, it's crazy. So here you have this guy now saying, yeah. And the vice president mm-hmm. also. The mm-hmm. former vice president saying, yeah. And, and, and he won't answer the question, would you vote for him again if you had to? And he's like, well, I don't think I'm going to have to. That's been his answer. That I don't think I'm going to have to because we'll have somebody Dodging else. It. He won't. Yeah, he won't answer it. That's, the, that's his former vice president. So you can say this is a political witch hunt. But what, from everyone? Is that what it is? Because you can't Basically. just say it's the Democrats. Basically. You've got to say that it's everyone, everyone against Trump. And that's what Trump, really staunch Trump supporters, I think, believe. Yeah. Is that it's, it's the world against Trump and it's us against the world. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the mentality. Mm-hmm. Mega Millions is now Mega Billions, one and a half billion, which uh, I guess now sets the record. We broke another record, boys. It's been like since April since someone's won this thing. People keep winning the million-dollar prizes, but no one's won the grand prize. The lump sum is now almost $800 million if you were to take the payout. They might have to change Mega Millions to Mega Billions if it keeps going like this. The jackpot for tonight's drawing has reached an estimated $1.5 billion. That would be the largest in Mega Millions history. If there's a winner and they take the cash option, they would get just over $757 million. The game has now gone more than three months without a grand prize winner there you go one and a half billion or 750 million nobody is taking the payment plan with that nobody what are you trying to hang out with jeff bezos no way <laughs> right. 750 million is plenty when's the drawing you can't, tonight you can't mess it up yeah it's tonight all right oh, yeah you could mess it up but you can't really mess it up no I you guess you did have all those sum. stories about the people the who sum. messed it up, but they didn't win that that Not much money. You can't. Not seven hundred fifty million. Much. You can't. You're richer than Bam Margera at that point. <laughs> <laughs> richer than Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Guys. It's a lot of money. I was trying to be funny. Uh, okay, Russia and Ukraine still at war with one another. Still, I guess it's not a war. No one's declared war, right? Uh, military operation. Keep, yeah, but they keep calling it a war. The, the media yeah. calls it a war. And so you heard about this plot to kill Zelensky? They, they, oh God! Oh yeah, there was a plot to kill Zelensky. This woman they caught her. Bar. Oh, Bob Barr's who you're thinking of? Yeah, he's the one who <laughs> ran for president. Who ran, who ran for president, yes. <laughs> yeah, he was a libertarian, right? Yes, I mean, that's a guy that I got in trouble because I made well, fun of him on stage. Yes, he came like, out, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, uh, Russia and Ukraine, the, this woman uh, this woman who was, I, I think she was Russian, actually, now I don't remember, but she had been, get, she made her way into uh, Zelensky's inner circle trying to get information about where he was going to be traveling and when he was going to be there, and they now think it was because... She was trying to ha- help Russia execute him. Russia wanted to figure out where he was so they could hit the building that he was going to be in. He was on a trip somewhere, or he was, you know, he's taken a bunch of trips, but one of these trips specifically was the one that I guess she was trying to get information. They say they thwarted that. They caught her, so he's still alive. But I don't know if this is related to that. The media tries to at least play that angle up. But Russia attacks Ukraine after this uh, assassination attempt is thwarted, and they do something called a double tap. Do you guys know what that is? I'd never heard it before. Only when shooting a gun. Right. Yeah. Okay, so this is similar. They, they, they shoot the building. In this case, it was an apartment building. And then what you do is you wait a little while and you shoot it again. And do you know why you do that? Get first responders. You kill the first responders. That's mm. that's that's that's, that's, that's villain Smart. stuff, that's isn't evil. it? Russia overnight carried out Smart. what's known no. as a double sure. tap. A sinister kind of attack, firing a missile at an apartment building full of civilians in eastern Ukraine, and then striking it again to kill first responders. You picked up on the first responders thing quickly. When I saw that they had done this double tap thing and they shot it twice, I was like, well, I guess it's just to add insult to injury. You know, oh, you thought you got away. But no, it is specifically, they said, to go after these first responders, which they did successfully. I hate to use that word, but they successfully did kill some of them. It's bad enough that you're you're, you're targeting an apartment building. right? Now, I'm sure Russia would say... 
that oh it wasn't an apartment building like they've got they've got military operatives there Uh and maybe they do what the hell do i know but it's certainly in the american media is being portrayed as no it's a residential building and and then they wait mouse cat and mouse game of war as we hit this it's civilians now they're hiding people there they shouldn't hide people there right and you and every time you say no it wasn't civilians we knew that they were hiding those people there right but to hit it twice you're like that is that is sinister is the word they use that is sinister Mm -hmm. that is very sinister now you could also tell me a uh, russian could tell me well uh ukraine's done it to us they just did it you're just not getting it in the munitions. news right so and they've they, they've been we we just did it because they did it first maybe i'm totally willing to imagine, believe that the media i've never heard of it before story. i would imagine that's been done more than once oh, in ab- war. oh yeah absolutely I guarantee you we've done it and mm-hmm. you know plenty of countries in the war would, would have done it for sure i just never heard of it before i never heard i mean it tap. makes sense going i never heard after first responders that. i don't know like man, going after first responders, you like you got to take them out as mm-hmm. part of your strategy. But I guess that's what total war. Well, is. certainly, you know, even if it was when you think about first responders, we automatically think EMS, right? But you know, cops, mm-hmm. armed people would be first responders, and I guess if you're going to war against a country in that country, then the cops are the enemy. Right, they're they're warriors to some degree. Well, they they made it seem like they the people that they were going after were the uh, EMS workers in the fire department. I know, but it's in my head. The cops would show up too, right? At least here they would. Yeah, I mean, sure. And I guess part of it is just that you're trying to add insult to injury, right? You're trying to demoralize the enemy. I don't know. I'm I'm a few stripes short of being a general, but I would think that that's the basic idea: is that eventually you say you get you get the opponent to say we're done, we can't do this anymore. Then then you don't send first responders, and if you know if the police show up, you're taking people who would attack you. People lose their appetite to keep fighting back. They say no, just give them what they want. All right, we're going to take a break on that horribly sad and sinister note. We'll take a break, come back and do the lighter side of doom. Don't worry about. I'm going to double tap your ass later. Once that's Uh, different. Once (laughs) early, and I'm going to wait for you to think you're recovered, (laughs) and then I'm really going to hit it hard. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, let's do this. All right, so the uh, Uvalde shooter. I mentioned this earlier, but I guess you guys didn't hear. The cousin of the kid who shot 19... Students and two teachers in May of last year at Uvalde, the cousin of the shooter, threatened to do the exact same thing and was arrested yesterday. They caught this kid before anything bad happened, luckily, but what the hell? How does that happen? I don't know if these two are close, but are you like jealous of the uh, celebrity that your cousin got i don't understand days ahead of school being back in session in san antonio police today arrested a teen accused of threatening a mass shooting the teen in custody a cousin of the uvalde school shooter it's infuriating because you know we this is why we fight and it's hard enough as it is to send our remaining children to school just to hear that dad say that it's hard enough as it is to send our remaining children back to school it's such a just awful thing Mm -hmm. and then to think when you do have kids and one of them is killed or you know a couple of them and you have other kids that survive and you got to send them back to school i don't know how you do that 
I mean, I don't know if the kid was at the school, if some of those kids were at the school when the shooting happened, don't they have severe PTSD? I don't know how that affects a child, but it's got to be lifelong trauma. Right. How do you do it? Right. Just the families, everybody involved. You you know, you you could be I'm not a homeschool person at all. I'm also not qualified legally to homeschool. I might be thinking I need to figure out how to get qualified to homeschool. I used to think years and years ago it was ridiculous. Yeah. And now I'm like, no. It's it, not. I don't blame you at all. Yeah, if Mm-mm. my kids were, if, if I lost a kid or kids, I can't imagine school shooting. Then they're like, all right, well now it's time to send them back. Certainly not going to the same school district, even though I don't know what what difference does it make. Maybe you try and you get think out of it'd the be state safer now. You try but... and find a state with lower propensity for no. these sorts of incidents. I don't know that there is I one. I mean, going. I think you just exactly. I think you, you just have, have to, to find a new way to educate your kids because I would be way too nervous to send my kid back to school, and especially that fall. And you think about that shooting happening in May, and then a couple months later, they're like, okay, it's time to go back to school. No way. No. I couldn't do yeah. it. And then I don't you know stuff what you like do. this. Now, who knows? Maybe this cousin didn't even know. Maybe they weren't friendly. Maybe they're just like, it turns out they are cousins. You know, the way that you find yeah. out that yeah. wasn't uh, Dick Cheney a cousin of Barack Obama. I saw Bill I O'Brien is a cousin of Conan O'Brien. Right, something yeah. like that. But if they were friends and growing up together, I mean, we still don't know what. Bill O'Brien? Yeah, I just looked at that today, actually. I just learned that. He's a distant the coach? Yeah, he's a distant cousin of Conan on the dad's side. Yeah, they just know. say that stuff Two randomly sometimes. Two things that surprise me here, that they're cousins and that you know who Bill O'Brien is. <laughs> I know. I just looked <laughs> like, it up. You don't know who he is, right? No, I, was, I watched an Instagram reel and it had Bill O'Brien. I was like, what happened to that guy? So I looked it up and I saw that he's okay. distant cousins of Conan. There you go. And wasn't it Dick Cheney and Barack Obama? Wasn't that the one when they first started doing these DNA tests? Yeah, I think things? you're right. There's some kind of... I think it was Cheney and somebody, right? Yeah, I'm not sure the history is great there, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't remember for sure, but I, I, think, I think that's what it was, that they were like distant coaches. I was curious what happened to him. Well, no, you, there's no way. I was. I was like, is that guy still the coach of the Texans? Maybe you were thinking. I was. Maybe you were. Maybe it's and, because uh, you watched. Now he's back at the Patriots, where he was an offensive coordinator before. Maybe it's because he watched him and on he hard coached knocks. at Penn State and he coached at Alabama. See, I, I pay attention sometimes. That's crazy. It might be because he watched him on hard knocks. I felt like That's I got exactly to know him on hard knocks. I yeah, I liked him. I mean, I liked he had the It's just like you're like he seemed like a nice guy. Yeah. Throwing out Bill O'Brien and. You don't know who Dwight Gooden is. Like these no are one like, knows who Dwight Gooden is. <laughs> Everyone knows who Dwight Gooden is. No, they know is. who Drew Gooden is. Jayhawk. Drew I don't know Gooden. who Drew Gooden is. I don't is. know either. You know Drew Gooden. Uh, no, no, I don't. Uh, the Immaculate Grid, though. This is what got this whole thing yes. started earlier. It's very popular. Just like Wordle, they're calling it Wordle for Baseball. And just like Wordle, the, the creators of this, they have this mass success, and then boom, they sell it, which is exactly what you hope to do, right? You come up with mm-hmm. something like this. With Hurdle, I don't know. I don't know how well that that ended up playing out. We tried it for a while. We had fun with it for a few days. Then I think it didn't they say that they were shutting it down officially? Because remember we went back not that long ago. What? Like, is Hurdle still a thing? Hurdle, yeah, Hurdle. It was like done. I yeah. think they like gave I up. I just on tried it. to play the other day. And so, done. and who knows? Maybe Immaculate Grid. Why would they buy it and shut it down? Well, I don't know what happened New York with Hurdle. Times bought Wordle. Wordle, yes. Right. Why would they buy Wordle. it and turn not it Wordle, Not Wordle. Not Wordle. Wordle's Hurdle. still going. Hurdle the was song. the other one. Oh, that yeah. was the first sort of ripoff. Which I, I was like, thought oh. Spotify bought, but maybe yeah, not. Yeah, that sounds right that they were the ones that bought it. Yeah, but I looked at the day and you can't play. Well, somebody bought this one at some baseball press. I don't know. I don't know how much they paid. What is this thing they call Wordle for baseball? Its name, Immaculate Grid. And it starts with a 3x3 box. 
Each row and column are represented by a team or statistic. Then you have to guess a player from any time in baseball history that answers each intersection. Also, just like Wordle, it took the internet by storm. It was recently purchased from its inventor by the company that now runs BaseballReference.com. Okay, BaseballReference.com. How much did they say? That's what I'm looking for, to see how much they didn't say. Crazy, because when it first happened and I started playing it, I texted Nick Wright Mm -hmm. and said, dude, you should invest in this and do a football one. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Why isn't you would think if there's they, a baseball in this big, why did. wouldn't there be a football one? Baseball Reference also owns Football Reference, and they oh, so they if you go there now, you okay. can do hockey, baseball, football. Because I would have thought base or football. Well, I was like was super, well before it got popular. Well, I was they had like, to have been working on it, right? <clears throat> well, I'm sure they could have done it, but if he would have started one, mm-hmm. uh, I don't see none of these articles say how much they paid for it. Maybe they didn't. Uh, this guy. He did try calling when we were on vacation. I was up here one day and he, he tried calling, okay. so he he's trying. Yeah, none of them say. But the point is, if you have something like that and it's popular, you sell it. Absolutely. Yeah, of you course. sell it early. It's a good idea. Yeah, and you just don't know how long it's going to be popular. Some of it might stick around. Wordle, I think, is still pretty popular, but it could be Hurdle, right? So in right. Spotify, if it was Spotify, when they come knocking, you're like, yes, absolutely. Take no this. That's what, the whole yeah. reason I made it. Mm-hmm. The, the guys who sold, guys and gals who sell their social media platforms to bigger social media platforms or Tom from MySpace YouTube, sells MySpace Google. to Fox News or whatever. Mm-hmm. Of course, sell it. $400 million? Absolutely. What that's, do you think about I saw dream. that YouTube sold to Google for like $3.7 billion. Okay. They said every three weeks now YouTube makes $3.7 billion. Yeah, but that's... So do you regret it? I mean, you're still no, a billionaire. No, because I think the part of the reason it no. does so well is because Google, Google had the resources right. to come up with those algorithms to grow the audience and keep people hooked. You're right. You hate if you sell it for... Pennies. $300. Yeah. Yes. Secret thing, yeah. Yeah, if you sell it for nothing... And then it turns out to be a big company. That's when you're hurt. But if you make, like, I always think of Tom because they make fun of him for selling MySpace. And, and yeah, he just travels around for going pictures. Like, right. The guy made, he made, I think it was three or $400 million on that deal. He's done. That's yeah. it. What else do you hope to gain from that? I mean, you probably create something like that in the early days because you want to, I don't know, maybe prove that you can and meet chicks. I don't exactly know what motivates you. But at some point, you think, I, I need money. An idea. I'm yeah, sure. this thing's big. And, and you can either be like yeah. Zuckerberg and say, I'm going to. I'm going to make it bigger. I'm going to run this thing because that's the kind of person. A lot of people do that, and then they go do other stuff. We just think it's weird because he didn't do other stuff. Right. Jack Dorsey left Twitter and then started Blue Sky, which is the same thing. Right. Yes. Mark Cuban started whatever Mm -hmm. that music thing was or whatever, and then it's gone on from a million different things. Or our business people, and others are just like, I got lucky with this. Yeah, like Zuckerberg, I think, is one of those people. He wanted to be right. perceived when as Tom a successful. Tom out and travel the world. Yeah, which would be us. I think Absolutely. any of the three of us would just be like, yeah, let's take that money. Might invent something else. I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, the immaculate football. That's what mm-hmm. you could do. Uh, COVID. Remember COVID? Him. COVID's back. When the, when the uh, what, what when did they I told him it would be a great thing? promotion, at the time I said you should also do one and just do, like, sportscasters and have, like, Mm, Fox, ESPN, about? CBS, and then who worked at both? You can only, how many days? Could you? How many weeks could you do that before you start to run? I don't know, but it'd people. be a good promotion for them. Yeah, especially uh, after all those people from ESPN got fired. Yeah, a lot. It would have been a good one, but you know, nobody listens to me. Whatever. I'm surprised. I'll be honest. I'm surprised the Immaculate Grid thing is as popular as it is, just because it does seem like it would be really difficult. But you know what? That's coming from me. So. I just know, I'm surprised that it got, Strawberry is. I said I do know who Daryl Strawberry is. I thought that I would have thought NFL would have gone first. If you said they're going to make something like World, but it's for sports and it's about sports trivia, I would have figured, oh, probably start with NFL and then they'll start doing it for other sports. The but football it's kind of cool hard, to start with baseball. Harder. Is it? I think it is just because you're looking for like somebody who played for the Bengals and the Jets. 
Yeah. Well, if it's not a huge name, it's probably like a, you know, like a defensive tackle or something. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's that, true. You know? That's true. Uh, COVID is back, baby, with a vengeance. People are in going going to the hospital, and I think I've had it at least twice this summer. I think I've had it twice this summer. When we went on vacation, like day two or three of vacation, I just got sick out of nowhere. I I was in bed. My throat was burning. I, it just felt like you know a bad cold. But now every time I get a summer cold, I just assume I got COVID again because nobody gets COVID more than me and Liza. New data from the CDC that shows COVID hospitalizations increased during the last week of July. And this comes as tracking reinfections of the virus continued to wane after the public health emergency ended in May. So that got me thinking, are, are we supposed to be doing anything? Like, are we supposed to take these annual vaccines like we no. all assumed we would be doing i haven't no. taken a vaccine since the booster Me either nobody else has right no do old people my mom do did. kids yeah oh she got another booster mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so that's something that's happening mm-hmm. and what about kids do they have to get extra boosters no. i don't think so because it just it seemed kids. like that was going to be the thing they just give it when you get the flu shot you do it yeah. in the fall but i haven't heard anything about that as far as i know if you go get a flu shot this fall it'll be a, a flu shot Right. And I think last year it was just a flu shot. But anyway, COVID. I think your best your best bet with COVID is just get it and get it off and, and get it over with because your body starts to get used to it, you know? Okay. I was only your sick. body's got I was only you sick. Can just shut it down. Yeah, exactly. Your body finds a way to shut it down. I was only sick a couple of days last man. time. And I I think, you know, it's because I just I keep getting that vi- I keep exposing myself to that virus and building mm. that immunity to it. I have no immunity to That's it. Smart. All joking aside, I have none. I mean, I know with the vaccine, I'm sure I had some for a while, but don't you guys think now if you got a cold tomorrow and you, like a really bad when your throat starts hurting and you're super tired and can't get out of bed, you think I got COVID, right? Or are you back to thinking I must have the flu? I don't I think about it. Just because it's been like, so I mean, long? Like, yeah, but I, I think it could be COVID. It could be the flu. What I don't know. I also still you know think I, mean? I So I don't overthink it. I just take medicine. I also think Where I before a year ago, I'd be like, I'm going to die. Oh, I you, don't think I'm going to die now. Yeah, of course. When I got COVID the first couple of times, I'm like, yeah. gee, why wouldn't it kill like a million people yeah. or 10 million, 100 million people? I don't <laughs> I know how many. Terrified. It killed a lot. Yeah, I But was now if I get it, I don't think time. like, oh, I'm going to die. And I guess there's no reason why I shouldn't think that, but I just don't. I was sick for like nine days the first time I had it. It sort you of went away and then came back. It, yeah, because I thought I was over it. And the doctor had told me when I got diagnosed, she's like, it's, you're going to think it's better. gone. And then it's going to come back. But I was like, nah, it's gone. I beat it. That's just all there is to it. And Brooke had it at the same time, and then Mike came back. And I was like, God, it was worse then because that's when I couldn't get out of bed in my whole entire body for like a fire. Like it's done, you survive. Yeah, you're like, I might be able to go back back to work soon. I was like, no, I might be dying soon. (laughs) Uh, California mother is suing Southwest Airlines because of something we've talked about. You know, the whole watch out for traffickers. Does this person look suspicious? We know that they target uh, dads who are with their kids and, and mom's not there. They even have the posters up in some of the airports that show yeah. like what to look for. And it's a dad or, I guess, a guy with his kids. And Lazlo's talked about going through the airport. You get those looks. They look at you like, yeah, you know, and they, they do. And some people have encountered uh, airport employees, airline employees who come up and ask them questions. They ask the kids questions. Hey, who's this person? What's your name? What's your dad's name? Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what happened to this woman. Now, she's white, and her daughter is biracial. And oh, the I two, saw the story. It's you crazy. Yeah. The two of them were on their way to a funeral. Actually, I think they were just coming back from the funeral. And when the plane lands, they get, you know, they're walking through the tarmac, and there are officers standing there. There's Southwest employees, and then there's also officers standing there, and they start asking her questions about, who is this? Because you guys weren't sitting together. And this was all because they got their tickets last minute. They couldn't okay. get seats together. She tried to get seats together and How couldn't. How old is the girl? 
She's like 10, I think, at the okay. time, 9, something like that. She's in tears as this is going on. She was confused by the whole thing. I mean, what is a 10-year-old supposed to think when you're being questioned by police? Mary McCarthy and her 10-year-old daughter flew from L.A. to Colorado to attend a family member's funeral. Because of the way Southwest has their seating, we were the, we were the, it's okay, sweetheart. We were we were the last ones on because we were the last ones to buy the flight. So I guess that's the thing that, that made them suspicious was the, the fact that they didn't have seats together, but... As she pointed out, it's Southwest, mm-hmm. and so you don't get assigned seating. And so they had gotten that doesn't make sense to me. They had gotten the tickets late, so they were in the last boarding group or whatever. And so she had tried to get someone to switch seats so with her. They got her, the leftovers, and that was it. I don't know why that's suspicious. She, of course, assumes it has something to do with her daughter being biracial and her so. being white. That seems like the obvious right. thing that they would be suspicious of. But I don't know what they're supposed to do. I get it. It's like. You hear these stories about a kid who gets hurt, and then he goes to the hospital, and then the hospital doesn't let him go home because they think that the kid was abused. Right. And you're like, wait a second. My kid fell off his bike, and I took him to the hospital. What? what am I not supposed to take right. him to the hospital anymore? You start to get scared. But at the same time, you want, you understand why they're doing it, but you got to find hopefully a happy medium where people yeah. aren't being asked every time they're with their kids. Hey, but who who's this asking them? So in this instance, it was it looked like a uh, some sort of an officer. I don't know if he's an airport officer or a TSA officer, and then the Southwest employees. They right. were they See, were there waiting for her. I think that's where the Southwest employees just got to step out. She was the one. It seemed like you know what I mean. Like you know, you're not trained for that. And if you are trained for that, stop being trained for that. Agreed. You know, there's got to be if you want to have people at the airport who check those types of things and are trained how to question people and how to do it, then. And you do it when they go through the metal detector or whatever. There's got to be a time and a place for it. And, and if it's, you know, she says every were- third family, then it's every third family. If there's something, you know, just like a border crossing. We just can't be having, you know, a stewardess being like, boy, why are you black and your kids are white? <laughs> right, yeah. Seems odd. Just start asking you some questions. I'm like, you're not trained for that. The mom described them as armed police officers there with the Southwest employees. So in, in the footage, because she recorded some of it on her cell phone, you can kind of only see their feet as they're talking. But uh, she said, once they said, we're here because you were reported for suspicious behavior. She said an alarm bell went off because she knew, like, what this was is the behavior. Be- I guess asking to sit with her daughter. I don't know how that suspicious behavior. Yeah, what? That's what she's saying. That's when the alarm bell went off. I'm like, this is because my daughter's biracial. Right. And I'm white. And they think this has something to do with trafficking. Have they ever asked your kids? I guess you haven't flown much lately. They ask right? him. So, they ask him, like, you know, is this, you know, is this your dad? Oh, they do that, like, or every who, time? You know, who is this guy? What's your name? And, like, as you're checking in yeah, with TSA? Like, right there at the TSA. Okay. I think that, I'm pretty sure they've asked, like, you know, is this your dad? Hmm. Okay. But you've never had anyone stop you, obviously. We would have heard if they were like, hey, we've got some questions someone reported. Didn't you? I thought maybe it wasn't you. Someone said that just a woman, like a private citizen, said something to them about, yeah, them and their kids. Do you remember that? I vaguely remember. Who this. was it that was saying that? I was it, it was Nick? Maybe it, me? Maybe it was Lazo. I thought was there was Nick. a. I thought that there was somebody who said that they were just a woman at the airport who was like, "So who's this guy talking to the kids?" Like my dad. Like okay, and what's Nick. his name? It was Nick. Was it? Oh yeah. It was okay. Nick. Yeah. It was okay. Nick. Yeah. I don't oh, know. That know would, same thing. It's the white and black kids. Like yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. That would. Uh, that would be annoying. I mean, annoying's not the right word. It would be infuriating. Yeah, I think it'd be infuriating. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on, kid? Not much. Well, I knew about the magic underwear because Laszlo told me when Mitt Romney ran for president. I didn't know about it up until then. I had Mormon friends that I worked with when I was a teenager. Super, super nice. And I think there were quite a few. I have a feeling it's because my my boss was Mormon 
And I figured this out later. So she must have met these or known these families from church, whatever, and given a lot of these people jobs. And they were super nice. They talked about being Mormon. I knew they couldn't have caffeine. You know, I knew yeah. th- I knew that they like did certain things. They dressed modestly. They didn't. Uh, what was it? one of the days? Saturday or Sunday? I think it's Sunday for them. They're not allowed to. They weren't allowed to do anything that would cause anyone else to have to work. So basically, oh. you can't do anything. Um, you know, which I guess a lot of really what. I mean, it's it's got to be Saturday because I, when I worked at this restaurant, we had a family of Mormons come in every Sunday. It was the nicest. But there's I've LDS and RLDS, right? And I think they had different rules. And by the way, you could be LDS and just say, "Well, we don't, we don't follow all of these, all of these rules." Well, yeah, I mean, everybody who's well, those religious are doesn't follow yeah. them all. Those are, yeah, that's a different thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a very small group. What's that, Lazo? I mean, everybody who's religious doesn't follow exactly. It, right? Yeah, exactly. So, like the guys that I worked with, though, they did not. They definitely did the no coffee, no no caffeine, no tea, no pop, nothing with caffeine. But didn't I thought that they had sort of changed that? Mm. Didn't I thought that the school that Brigham Young or somebody was trying to be a little more modern? So they were like, all right, just like a lot of religions do, they say, okay, yeah. we're updating this. That they said, okay, you can have caffeine now. Um, but what I didn't know, and this is just this article that's about all the about that. crazy things. They say crazy. Those are their words, not mine. And actually, you know what? If at the very top here it says eerie, so let's just stick with eerie things because I don't like calling people crazy. But um, they have different levels of heaven. And there's a little graph here, and I can tell you guys which heaven you're going to go to based on this graph. So, Laszlo, mm-hmm. the lowest would be, uh, well, this isn't really heaven. This would be, that looks like hell to me, but apostate. But you're not an apostate because that's someone who completely gives up on religion, right? Or yeah, denies religion. You just say, I don't know. I don't know, and so, I can't let it interfere with my day-to-day life. Exactly. I mean, I probably do, but I believe in something. Yeah, so I just, yeah. you just, uh, you're not all in by any well, stretch of the imagination. Well, I mean, I guess me saying I believe in something is all in. I'm just not all in you don't in the way rules. people want right. me to. And you don't, right. like, identify as a Lutheran or whatever no. you were. Is that what you were baptized? Or I were? was, yeah. Okay, so you were baptized. I was. Now, I'm guessing for the Mormon church that this is all... Can, based on you being Mormon to begin with, but let's just, for, you know, fun's sake, pretend that it's for everybody. So apostate would be the lowest. That wouldn't be you. So you get the next highest one up, I think, which would be, this is where dishonest people go. Because the apostates, by the way, they go to outer darkness. And it does not look good on this graph. It looks like a bad Outer place. darkness? Outer darkness. The next one is people who are dishonest, liars, uh, sorcerers, mm. adulterers, whoremongers, Mm, we've, we've got to be me? at least some of those things. Dishonest, liars, sorcerers. I don't know about sorcerer. Adulterer, were you ever adulterous? Uh, I guess in the church's eyes, you would be adulterous because you can't actually get divorced, right? I'm just guessing. But I, I know that a lot of religions, when they're strict about that, they'd say, well, if it's a really strict religion, they say, well, you can't. In the eyes of God, you're still married. So if you have sex with anyone after marriage, even if you got divorced, I don't know. But we're liars and and whoremongers. I don't know what a whoremonger is, but... I'm a whoremonger. Yeah, I'm sure we're whoremongers. So we get to go to Telestial Kingdom, I guess. Mm, nice. If we're lucky. That's... How's that? I, that I, sounds good. I don't know much about Telestial, Telestial Kingdom. Telestial tea is delicious. Yeah, Telestial Kingdom. Then there's uh, Broadway. Now, this is for people who are good and honorable, but they're blinded by the craftiness of men. Mm. I don't know what that means, but you're a good, honorable person, and I guess you're following most of the rules. Then you get to go to... Uh, terrestrial kingdom and then the one you want so you got telestial then terrestrial and then the big one is celestial in order to go there you have to do good works uh, practice chastity tithing mm, i guess you, you know words of wisdom, you know there's no way we're getting into that what's in the celestial kingdom well, that's, that's what i want to know. know what's in these different levels i know that in one of these i say i know i don't actually know in that uh 
cartoon on YouTube that supposedly is from the Mormon church. I don't know how old it is. Snowcone, you know the one I'm talking about from the 70s where they explain yeah, the know. Mormon religion? Was that actually from the Mormon church? I believe so. I think so. And they talk about like Elohim, is that his name? And oh man, that celestial kingdom is high. Yeah, yeah, that's the highest one. And oh, well, I, that's not where we're going. No, we're not. I said that's the one you want. We're going to Telestial Kingdom. Oh. It goes outer darkness from bottom to top. It goes outer darkness, Telestial Kingdom, Terrestrial Kingdom, and then Celestial. Telestial? Kingdom. Yeah. Telestial. Telestial is where we're going. So you don't get your own planet. And I don't want to offend anyone if I'm getting this wrong, but at least in that cartoon that explained the religion, they said that I think if you're a man and you follow all the rules and you do all these things, that at some point I think you get your own... I don't know if planet's the right word, but maybe you, you get your own celestial spot. In the cartoon, they made it seem like you get a planet of your own that you get to rule and be in, in charge of. I don't think women can be in charge of But again, I don't know. Someone could correct me. Hmm. You, you can't have sex before marriage, but lots of religions say that. I would say probably most of them that I know of have some rules about not having sex before marriage. Um, let's see. Certain types of food, they say. Again, I don't know how true this stuff is, but it says... Mormons believe that food can have an impact on their spiritual well-being due to their adherence to the principle of the word of wisdom, a health code outlined in their religious teachings. I guess this is where some of the other stuff comes from. According to this guidance, Mormons are encouraged to consume a balanced and wholesome diet while abstaining from harmful substances, which is where you get alcohol, tobacco, caffeine, all that. They believe that by following these dietary guidelines, their bodies are better equipped to house their spirits, leading to improved physical and spiritual health. Well, it will give you improved Physical health, obviously. It looks like the, the kingdom we're going to is obviously the lowest kingdom. Outer darkness? No, that's not where we're going. Oh, okay, because that's the lowest on this graph that I've that's got here. That's where snow cone's going. Okay. Well, you have to be an apostate to go to outer darkness, which is snow cone. Aren't you an apostate? What's an apostate? I, I don't know, but it sounds right. Is it just someone who gives up on religion, or do you have to start your own religion? Are you a false idol of I your give own? I up on religion. I'm agnostic. Uh, I think that might count. I don't know. But so we're going to the next level up, which is for the whoremongers and the liars. It has the presence yes, of the Holy Spirit, but cool. no Jesus. Mm. And then I think it's supposed to be awesome. Joseph Smith said it was awesome, but... The one that we go to? Yeah. Oh, like really? mansions and well, all kinds of stuff. But we don't, of heaven but we don't get to go to where the other people go. Right, which is... And I think we're servants. Oh, yeah, so we don't get our own planet. Right, we don't get to do all that other stuff, but we still do. But it's still pretty it's good. Still it's awesome. better than It's better than here, right? It's better than this life. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it has visitations. So members from higher kingdoms can visit you there. Oh, but you, but you can't go visit them. It's like being in East Germany, right? They can come visit you. You just can't go back over there. Yes. Okay, well, then these are levels of heaven. I'm just surprised that they're so nice to say, even though you're a whoremonger, a liar, and all those things, you get to go to this version of heaven. I mean, it's not the best one, but I think it's still pretty generous. Sounds pretty go good. At all. Yeah. You have to do, if you want to go to the, the, the celestial one, the top one, you have to do the two-year mission, which all the Mormon friends I had did that. And that's just, uh, it is a full two years. I think the church assigns you someplace. You don't know where it's going to be. It could be in the United States, or it could be another country, and then you go there for two years and you try and spread the word of Joseph Smith, right? Is that? Then Mormons can't have alcohol. They already said that, right? No alcohol, no caffeine. They're talking. Oh, no gambling. 
I feel like again though that's not a, a weird uh, belief. So a lot they of say are I'm reading this Mormon book right now, this Mormon forum, mm-hmm. and people are talking about it, and it's pretty funny. There's some good things though. But it says basically, imagine if tomorrow you and everyone else woke up immortal, no more pain, sickness, death, poverty, or boredom. That is the celestial kingdom. It's like being in your twenties. Okay. And then somebody said they must be from California because it's funny. The celestial kingdom is Disneyland and Universal Studios. The telestial kingdom is Knott's Berry Farm. Okay. Still cool, but still you're cool. like, but when your family who made it to the higher heaven come and visit you, they're like, oh. <laughs> and they're looking around like, oh, clean this place up. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's, it's great. Awesome. Like, no, you're right. It's, it's like, fine. Right. But you never know. So like, I guess part of the punishment is that when they leave and go back to their kingdom, you're like, what's it like there? And they're right. like, Ah. We told you on Earth if you'd followed the rules, you could have <laughs> well, gone. Oh, but it's probably nice. Like ah, it's the same, like, right? It's not Trying the to same. downplay it. Uh, yeah. So this not is this is the part that I think is interesting: is that you can become a god, according to this thing in Mormonism. It says the concept of exaltation is considered synonymous with eternal life and represents the uh, blah 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 blah. Attainment. Good. We'll talk about Elohim. According to this, these beliefs, those who achieve this are granted the privilege of living eternally in the celestial kingdom alongside their families. It is believed that through unwavering obedience and adherence to the divine principles, individuals can progress and ultimately become gods themselves, hmm. sharing in the same glory and power as God the Father. The doctrine of exaltation is central to the Mormon faith and serves as an ultimate goal for devout followers who seek eternal life in the celestial realm, united with their loved ones. So that's the ultimate goal, not just to get there, but then to be a god there. Hmm. Being a god in heaven is a pretty good selling point. You know, if you're just trying to, I don't know, window shop religions, trying to pick one. I don't know what the, you know, if you're up for the strictness of being a LDS member. But I think, again, whether you're Jewish or Christian or whatever, anyone who's devout is going to have a lot of similar rules. The no alcohol, the no gambling. Somebody no else said marriage. here, too, don't forget, it's just not, God is not unfair. He doesn't just put us in a sorting hat like, oh, because of what you did, you go here, you go there. Also, something that plays into it is where you would be most comfortable. Mm. So, right, you might be like, hey, I, you know, a little bit of a whoremonger. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you get to whoremonger, but you're like, hey, you might want to hang out with other people, like-minded people. Oh, right. right? Yeah, which makes sense. So it sense. starts to make a little more sense, right? So maybe even outer darkness isn't so bad. because Well, like, just outer darkness, go- they said that you're tormented by Satan. Oh. And he continually torments you. And then your job is you have to go torment uh, your family members. Oh, so you can become like a little Like demon. you got to go, you know, yeah. Mess with your mom or something. Like in Ghost, those little things right. that... Yeah. Hopefully they mix mine and your mom up. Oh, okay. Okay. Torment her. And Satan controls the water. Did you know that? Did you read that part there? It says, Satan controls bodies of water, so they're best to be avoided. That's a new All one. All bodies me. of water? I don't remember that. It says, look at any religion, you'll find weird stuff lurking about. But the Mormon tradition of staying away from water because Satan controls the waves uh, is a kind of king of beach vibe, a way of uh, being especially strange. LDS... Living writes that the beliefs or superstitions come from section 61. It says, On the ninth, the company, uh, in the company with elders, I left Independence Landing for Kirtland, not Kirkland, Kirtland. We started down the river in a canoe. We went the first day as far as Fort Osage, where we had an excellent wild turkey for supper. Nothing very important occurred till the end of the day when many of the dangerous so com- many of the dangers so common upon the western waters manifested themselves 
and we escaped to the outer bank of the river. I don't know who, how to say this guy's name, but something's bend. And Brother Phelps, uh, in open vision by daylight, saw the destroyer in the most horrible power right upon the face of the waters. Others heard the noises, but saw not the vision. So I guess the water is a good place to encounter Satan, so just don't. Hmm. Don't go around water. I know. I didn't know that. I've never heard that one. Like, are you not supposed yeah. to fly over the ocean? Never heard of it. Well, they definitely do because they do um, the those mission trips all over the world. So I don't know. I don't know what all they believe, but I do know that I've never met one that wasn't super nice. So nice. And it's just like a known thing. And I don't know how How does that happen? I don't how can know. Because there's, there's something nice. there when everyone yeah. has that kind of perception. I've never met someone who's had experiences with Mormon people and like, they were such no, dicks. No, nice. It's so weird. They're all nice. You can't say oh, that really about nice. any yeah, other When religion. I was in high school, when, yeah. I went, uh, when I was in boot camp, you could get out of boot camp if you said you were going to a religious ceremony. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they had like all these different ones that were available to you, you know, Muslim and Catholic and Lutheran and Mormon and Episcopal. So I just signed up for all of them. Yeah. And they're like, what? You're not, I'm like, I'm just trying to find myself, ahead, man. Well, I'm here. So yeah, I just right. go to all of them and sit around and, you know, hang out for an hour. It was always the Mormons that were super nice, but they were really kid-like. Well, that's what I noticed. Like, that, yeah, but not only that, like, you know, you're like, you know, you're adults in the military in boot camp. And they'd be like, okay, you know, we're not supposed to do this. But, you know, we asked, we brought everybody ice cream. And you're like, man, we got ice cream. And then like, okay, let's play some Duck, Duck, Goose. I'm like. Uh, yeah. It was a lot of that, like, kids. Childlike stuff, innocence. Yeah. yeah. And I think that has to do with something of, with their. Well, being in here these rules. Which, I mean, yeah. hey, I, you know, I was like, yeah, let's play some Duck Duck Goose, eat this ice cream. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I'm not saying that they're. Also, happier, I think there's something. I'm reading this whole article, LDS Daily, mm-hmm. and something about the journey of Joseph Smith and the elders. Uh, Something about swimming has to do because they went in the Missouri River. Well, that's what this was talking about. Yeah. I think I, a canoe. I yeah, that's what this is. Was talking that what it was? About. I didn't mm-hmm. see, hear the canoe part. So did it tip over? Or? I don't know. It says uh, yeah. It says something about a canoe. Now I won't be able to find it again. But I think I said canoe. Yep, down the river in canoes. No, oh, you did say canoe. And went the first day as far as Fort Osage down the Missouri River. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I mean, this was supposed to be Zion at some point, right? Right. Well, the Garden of Eden. Moved yeah. it, huh? The Garden of Eden's in Missouri. Well, yeah, they moved it. Independence, isn't it? It I was, yeah. So. Then they moved it. Oh, they did. They yeah, did. They, yeah, to Salt Lake. Oh, well, they, no, they, but they still the say church the church is still there. But yeah, it's they not still, Zion. They still say the Garden of Eden was here. Oh, Garden of Eden, maybe, but it's not where he's coming back now, right? I think he's coming back to Salt, Salt Lake. Lake. I think. I thought that when they moved west, they changed. The Mormons have a big presence in Independence. Oh, absolutely. They still have that that giant, cool looking building. Thing. Yeah, which I think was that's the spot, right? Yeah. But I thought that they had changed their. Yeah. The founder of the Mormon and Church of uh, Saints. Because I think Joseph the Garden Smith of Eden was located in or near Independence, Missouri. Yeah, and then I think he was still alive when they when they relocated. Adam and Eve ended out. up living. They moved seventy miles away. You know, white flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To Davies County. Okay, and then eventually they all made it out to Utah because they, they were persecuted. They were being chased out of places. You should watch that show. What What's that? You, you just talked about Krakauer, the book. Under the Banner of Heaven. Yeah, they made a, the series. Did you watch right, it? it's on Hulu. Yeah, okay. I couldn't remember what was on, on Hulu. It's good. Under the Banner of Heaven. Oh, you did watch it? Yeah. Okay, I was just talking to someone on Twitch about it. I think it was an FX show, but it's one of those that they yeah. released you know, uh, simultaneously on Hulu, and it did not seem like a cable show. And why are they in Salt Lake now? 
the show made it seem like, or the book, I can't remember which, made it seem, maybe both, like they kept, they were being persecuted and they kept having to flee and they would, they were going further west mm-hmm. and they ended up in Utah. I mean, there were some really crazy laws in Missouri for a while about like being okay to attack Mormons. I don't know if that stuff is true, but I heard that stuff mm-hmm. growing up that they were persecuted and so that's why they relocated and eventually settled in they, Salt Lake. They escaped Illinois. Yeah, I, they talk about it in the show a little bit. They'll have these flashbacks where it shows Joseph Smith, so it's kind of like two shows going on at once. But that uh, story is based on a true story. That cra- it's that Krakauer mm-hmm. book, mm-hmm. and I think that took place in the eighties. And what's that guy's name? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, he was good in it. I thought I'm, I've seen him in stuff before, not thought much of him, but I thought he was really good in that show. So if you get a chance, you know, yeah, great well, show to watch him two I'm years on. ago. Great. Why okay. are we talking about this? I have no idea. Don't remember. Must have been some sort of divine intervention. Who's the most famous Mormon? Joseph Smith. No, Andy people Reed. don't know who he is. They know Mitt Romney more than him, don't they? Brigham Young. Brigham Young's a good one. Yeah. Um, Andy Reid. Is he Mormon? Is he well, Mormon? I've heard. Hmm. He is? I've, I've never heard that. I've heard that. I mean, we can go with it. Ryan Gosling. He's Mormon? Where it says um, Amy Adams, is. Mitt Romney. Oh, yeah, Brandon Flowers. Good call, Twitch. Oh, yes, Chelsea Brandon Flowers Handler. is a good one. Chelsea Handler, I've never Roseanne heard Roseanne Barr? I've never heard that. Jewel? Jewel's, going Jewel. Jewel's hot, I, I think. Most you? famous. Roseanne Barr is a Mormon. Since birth? Chelsea Handler. I'm looking up. Well, just pick one. Catherine so we're out of time. Paul Walker. I've never heard that either. Christina Aguilera. The Osmonds. Just a lot of kids in the Mickey Mouse club that were Amy Mormon. Adams. Ryan Gosling. Don't you love Ryan Gosling? I do, yeah. Isn't that your man crush? Absolutely. You guys could go to the celestial heaven together. I could, I'd have to hold his hand to let him drag me up there. I don't know if he's going to make it. Well, he could just come visit you in the hell, hell place. I'm not going to like, outer he darkness. He could go down there. Well, wherever. The place is not so good. Yeah, whoremonger. Whoremonger yeah, he, village. He could whoremonger you and then go back to like a cool place with Roseanne and stuff. Don't tease me. You're <laughs> saying he's like, that, that would sounds be, a little too good. That'd be me going to like the bad side of town to get some slim ass. Yeah, yeah. We got you. Right? Like, hey. And people are asking Ryan Gosling where he's going. He's like, oh, I'm just going to go over to the field and think about stuff. And every time he sneaks down to your kingdom. Yeah, I'm going to have dreams about give that each other. Right now. Man, that's a dirty movie. Yep. You're good at making them up. You should, that's not you a bad should, one. No, it's pretty good. Snowcomb like really it. wants us to stop talking. He does? Yeah, we're out of time. We're All right, way well, out of Bryce time. Harper. You know who Bryce Harper is? Yeah. No, you don't. Of course. You know who Bryce Harper is. Who's Bryce Harper? Baseball player. He's a baseball player. Jesus Christ. We interviewed him. Good show, Bryce Harper. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.